Hey, what's going on, everybody? How you doing? This is Anthony coming at you with Late Night with Coffee. We got a guest on today, Donnie Fortino. Fortino. He got his he got his little uh to go cup. A little espresso, you know. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yo, you no sleep. No sleep till Brooklyn. Exactly. You, you know, when I when I did my first show doing this, I had the cup of coffee, right? And um I was bragging because I said uh, you know, I grew up on coffee when I would when I would go to Puerto Rico um every summer. For the whole for the whole summer, my my grandparents they gave us coffee before we went to bed. Yeah. So it's like my body was conditioned that if I had coffee, it's it's sleepy time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like I was I was bragging because I was like, coffee does nothing. I'm not worried about drinking coffee this late because um, I'm gonna pass out. Whatever. My my second show, I was up to about three four in the morning, just in bed, just there. I put my phone down. I did what I could. I'm like, because I always yell at my wife when she says she can't sleep. I'm like, put put your phone down and close your eyes. So I so I took my own advice and I put my phone down, closed my eyes, nothing, nothing at all. Uh oh. That's I did. I thought that was you for a second. It's it's us. Oh okay. What is it? Like a noise? You didn't hear the sirens? Ah, that ain't me. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't think it's what I heard. I kept hearing it through the the headphones. I'm like, wait, is that us? You know, what? I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at something right here. Make sure. Uh, system. Make sure my sound's not coming out of my. Oh no, everything's coming out of. Okay, everything's where it's supposed to be coming out of and going in too. Yeah, man. So how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Um. I think you and I both can relate to the fact that it's just been a messed up year for football. So, you know, all things <laughs> well, considered. Listen, man, all things are good for me. Jets are losing. <laughs> First and they're losing pick. and they're losing royally. So I, I have a I have a stake in the game now. You know, I never I, I, it's rare that I have a stake in the game. Now I do. So man. I don't I don't mind. You guys are getting banged up, man. Yeah, it's we did break another record this year, though. <laughs> what most injuries again? Yeah, most uh, most cap being spent on injured players eighty point uh, eight million. Uh, is that just in in football? Yeah, just literally <sighs> all the guys we got injured um, in San Francisco. Sorry, I'm talking to you like we're sitting at home. No, yeah, that's cool. The Niners. Uh, <laughs> have so many guys on on injured reserve right now that they're paying a total of 80.8 million to all these guys Mm. ridiculous that's awful that is awful hey i mean it it happens you know what 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 can you do man people get injured so it's a tough game it's a rough game well it's it's i mean 2020 has just been like satan's year because you i mean it started for us early because we lost the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, COVID happens. And yep. uh, and then, uh, you know, all the racial tension going on in the world and then the mm-hmm. election. And it's like, man, I'm just waiting <laughs> for that, uh, you know. No, no Olympics. From Independence Day to come down. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. We didn't get we didn't get any Olympics this year. You know, it's, it's a tough it was a tough uh, year for the sports fan. That's that's for sure. Yeah. You know, 
not to take away from front from frontline workers or anything like that. I know it's tough for you guys too, but um, but as a sports fan, it was it was rough, man. It was rough. Wait, let's let, let's talk about that real quick. These uh, What's that? essential workers and whatnot. Yeah, I applaud the the uh, people in uniform, mm-hmm. doctors, nurses. More so nurses than I do doctors, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever noticed, but doctors don't ever do shit. Right, right, always right. the nurses that do everything. Um, <laughs> And they're really on the front lines. But I had some asshole the other day. No, it was a couple weeks ago. He was mm-hmm. bragging about being a an essential worker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and and but not only that, like talking shit about everybody else. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you sit at home. I'm out here being a hero and this and that. I'm like, wow, this dude really <laughs> called himself a hero. He's taking, taking it to heart. You know, heroes don't call themselves heroes. Exactly. You know what I mean? They don't they don't flash their cape. You know what I mean? So yeah. I finally I know this guy. He's dating uh, a girl that is I grew up with, you know, um, mm-hmm. one of my best friend's sisters. And I consider her like family. So I know a little bit about him, but I didn't know what he did because I haven't seen him in years. So mm-hmm. I asked him, I go, what is it that you do? He goes, oh, I drive <laughs> for Lyft and uh, Uber Eats. <laughs> I was like, OK, so so run it back, run it back. How does that make you a hero? Right. He's like, I get people to work. I get those uh, essential workers to work, you know, because they can't drive and this and that. And then I bring people food. I'm like, okay, come on. (laughs) People have cars, bro. Um, Right. If it's not you, they're going to take the bus. Right. Um, And your Uber Eats, I think that was one of the dumbest thing for people to do during the damn uh, pandemic is making everybody go broke. (laughs) So, <laughs> well, the thing is, some people are working from home, so they're still making money. Like me, I, I work from home. Yeah, so, me too. But so it's like I don't. It, it didn't really affect me. I mean, it affects my wife. She's a nurse, so right. That's on her. <laughs> that's the so career she, path yeah, she, she chose. Frontline soldier, then. Right, exactly. And she, she's, uh, she works at two different places. So she works at the hospital and she works in corrections. Yo, word is born though. I did not know that your wife was a nurse. I wasn't kissing ass. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Like I, 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 I told him. I told to him before. <laughs> I told him before we started recording. I told him. <laughs> did you? Nah. Oh, you are you not being serious? Nah, he didn't. No, 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 no. she's yeah. at work right now, man. Yeah, but she's she's got it rough, man. Because she's thank thank God we we uh we've been knock on wood. We've been dodging bullets, man. You know, she's in the thick of it. She's she's been working on COVID floors Oof. and we've been dodging bullets, man. She she comes home and she just strips naked, you know, and she goes right downstairs, puts her clothes in the wash and goes, hits the showers. And that's it. And then and then she doesn't come in the house man. until until she's sterilized. You remember you remember the good old days when saying your wife came home and stripped naked was a good thing. Now it's like a, a I know, right? Tale, you know what I mean? Right, right. Not after work. I, I I never want her to come home after work and strip naked and do anything <laughs> crazy. I'm all set. You've been you've been running around all night. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So is that is that the Brooklyn Bridge behind you? Oh yeah, I, you know I had yeah. to get a little little piece of New York here in California. Yeah, man. I'm. I could say I'm. I'm from both, but I mean, my heart and my soul, my attitude is all Brooklyn. So, mm-hmm, I did. Mm-hmm. I yeah, did my, grow up in California. My brother most. has a. Uh, okay. My brother has a uh, a Brooklyn Bridge, uh, picture, right above his bed, 
and it's probably about about this big. I'm like, why do you even have that? <laughs> like his headboard is huge, and then he has a little tight picture. I'm like you gotta you gotta change something about that, man. Because you can go to like you know Home Goods and stuff and find a a dope picture of Brooklyn Bridge or even like the Manhattan skyline or something. Yeah, I think I bought that one at like uh, Ross or TJ Maxx or something. Yeah, yeah, for like twelve Their Home bucks. Goods section. Yeah, they 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 have good nice stuff too, man. They'll they'll have like. Uh, um, like Yankee Stadium or something like that, a picture of Yankee Stadium or or Shea Stadium or City Field, whichever one it is. Oh, yeah, man. man. I think if I won the lottery tomorrow, I'd probably still shop at those places. Oh, yeah. I mean, they got I good mean, stuff. everybody says, well, yeah, but, you know, until you win the lottery, you know, you won't know. But mm-hmm. uh, when I was 18, I got my first real uh, fat chunk of money. And I'm talking it was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't talk about what I did to get it, but <laughs> I literally, me and my brothers were rolling around, like, we're going to go get a fancy dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. We had no idea how to even go about that. And <laughs> after like two and a half hours of rolling around, we're like, all right, we're in the Denny's parking lot. Right. We know Denny's. We like Denny's. Right. <laughs> that's, I'm about to get, I'm about to get that, 30 that money comes from. I'm about to get 30 moons over my hammies. <laughs> you know, I could. You know, I, I could go for moons over Miami man, right you now. You guys got a lot. You said what? I can go for a moons over Miami right now. Oh man, but yes, I mean Just back east, there's a lot better diners than than probably anywhere in the world, or not in the world, but in you the United so? States. Yeah, I mean, we don't really have diners no like out here. It's like Denny's and that's it's it. All, it's all food trucks out there. Yeah, that I mean. Yeah, so to speak. I'm in Northern California. <laughs> Food okay. trucks are here, but they're more of an L.A. thing. Got it. And got I it. grew up in San Francisco, which is probably the closest thing you can get to the East Coast on the West Coast. I think Dave Chappelle said that. Oops. Yeah. Oh, I lost you for a second there. My bad. Are you good? You're coming in clear, man. Is it me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just checking to see if maybe I unplugged the uh, the hard line, see what would happen. Because it's going back and forth. It shows you red and me green, and then it swaps. That's weird. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's dumb. So so you're a, you're a sticker guy for your hats, huh? You keep, you keep the sticker up there? Yeah, you know, I think it's more of a uh, now, because this was like the style in late 90s, early 2000s. Right. Um, when I was in high school. And uh, I think now it's just a statement telling all these young kids, I'm not like you. But I think the size <laughs> of my pants, um, the fact that my pants aren't cutting off circulation and right, look right, like right. they're painted on, I think that is kind of the dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I don't go. Sometimes I go sticker. Sometimes I couldn't keep the sticker on this because then everything will it's white. So everything it'll start to get dingy. And then if the sticker ever came off, it would just be a big clean circle. Yeah. So it would just look gross. I'd rather the whole thing look dingy because then it won't look dingy. Yeah. If it's all dingy. I'm kind of a stickler, man. Like I I throw hats out pretty quickly. Like this Do one's you? about to go. Like I don't know how this happened. There's like a little bit of oh uh, yeah dirt there. This That's one's usually, go isn't that soon. usually sweat? Is that sweat? 
Nah, you know, cause um, so I sneak uh, I used to wear them like with my hat up like this, and you'd see a do rag right here. Yeah, but um, this in particular came from I went to somebody wanted me to go on a ghost hunt with them because mm. I actually worked with a paranormal team before and i'm not really a ghost guy like when i worked with that team i got kicked off because i was always disproving their ghost theories <laughs> you know i would be like hey no the sound came from this you know right right and they finally got tired of it and i'm like yo you guys want to look like you're playing ghostbusters or you really want to do some work right you know right. i'm like dude when i see a ghost or i see something that cannot be explained i'll say it right but anyway I digress you. a little bit but uh this i went and did this in this old building a couple weeks ago and it was just dusty mm. like and you know i and again i'm the guy that goes around and investigates and looks uh -huh. for the noises so i'm digging through stuff and yeah see that That's that alone would just get me paranoid man just just being in a in a dusty old dark like really no there's really no sound so when you hear any little thing it's going to trigger you. Yeah. And you go and you go think of something then you your 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 brain is is trained to to recognize patterns and stuff so you look in different directions you see in shadows and yep. you know it's just I, I think your mind just plays tricks you. I'm not saying listen, I don't know if there are ghosts or if there aren't ghosts. I don't know. I'm just saying it hasn't been proven to me yet. So I'm going to throw you for a little loop here because I'm, you know, raised Catholic and, and Christian and whatnot. And mm -hmm. um, me too. You're, you know, we're, I mean, you remember, especially, uh, did you ever go to Catholic school? I didn't go to Catholic school, but um, I, I went to a Catholic, I, I was raised in the Catholic church and we had like Sunday school and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, I did for a little bit and you know, they really push the demonic presence scare on you. Um, so naturally, as a teenager, I got rebellious and I just didn't buy into any of it. I'm like, man, this is, you know, it's all bullshit or whatever. But in 2005 or six, um, mm -hmm. me and my group went and opened up for Talib Kweli in Santa Cruz, okay. California. Okay. And we went, so long story short, it's on the other side of the mountain from where we live, right? So you got to go over a mountain pass to get there, right? Yep. So we went and did the show, and it was at this place called The Catalyst, and it's an indoor venue, and this is Santa Cruz. Everybody in Santa Cruz is a weed smoker. So I didn't I didn't smoke weed at the time. I still don't, but... Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And uh, so... We're at this the venue doing the, the the opening act or whatever, and by maybe a minute and a half in, the whole place is filled with smoke. So naturally, you're going to get a contact high. So we stayed, watched uh, Quali perform, left, just, probably just blitzed out of our gourd, just you know, eyes halfway shut or almost all the way shut, and I got to drive an hour back home like this so on the way home um like i said you got to go over a pass and it's literally 
a road that zigzags up a mountain and then zigzags back down a mountain. So it's a windy road. It gets foggy the higher you go. Um, and it's not like on the East Coast. I mean, our mountains out here are freaking mountains. You know what I mean? So it's a long drive up the thing. And about halfway up, the fog gets so thick that you could, I mean, maybe five, six feet ahead of you, you could see, but that's about it. But I'm hauling ass because I know this road. I know every single turn I'm doing like 45 up a mountain, you know, which doesn't Mm -hmm. seem fast. But when you're zigzagging like this, that's pretty fast. So we get over, we get almost to the top. And at the top, there's a straightaway before you start going down. I look down to change. We had CD players, youngsters back then in our yeah, car. Man. Um, well, we had I look down that. to change the song because, like I said, I'm, you know, contact high from the venue. So I had to look, <laughs> and it was maybe a split second. I look up, and there's a lady standing in the middle of the road. Before I could Shut even up, get my man. foot on the Shut brake, up. I'm not now. I'm really not gonna be able to sleep. Oh no! But <laughs> here it gets it gets crazier. So. I'm thinking I just hallucinated because Mm -hmm. for people who don't smoke marijuana, like myself at the time, it can act as a hallucinogen. That's just Mm. not not like acid, but you could, you could play tricks on your mind, you know? So Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, okay. I just hallucinated, but I look over and I just see two big white eyes. Now that's nothing scary. My boy Bakari was black as hell and it was dark (laughs) and to see two big white eyes. I'm like, yo, he's like, maybe it was him. <laughs> so <laughs> he goes, did you just see that? I was like, yeah, man, I just hit somebody. We got to pull over. He goes, no, 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 don't pull over. Don't pull over. <laughs> For real. Don't pull I'm over. Like, what are you talking about? Well, like, cause I thought I killed somebody, but I was right, too right. high to hear the thump or something, you know? Uh-huh. So we're, we're talking about it. I'm like, dude, if I hurt somebody, I got to help him. You know, he's like, that wasn't a somebody, man. We went right through it. I'm mm. tripping now. So we haul ass. We get into, we don't stop until we get into town. And I stop at a little Chevron there and I start looking at the car to make sure I didn't hit a person, see no blood or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So he explains it to me. He goes, and we start trading back and forth of what we saw. And both of us clearly saw what was like a skinny woman in a nightgown with long grayish black greasy looking hair just standing there so we kind of were like you know what let's dead this let's let's mm-hmm. not talk about it because this just sounds stupid it was, it's you know <laughs> maybe somebody put something in you know one of their joints and we got a contact we were literally right, right. trying to explain it away yeah but you both saw the same thing yeah that's what scared us that's, that's I, we, neither part. one of us believe, bought into that and i still right. i still question it and here's why um, I'll tell you in a minute, but here's where it gets scarier. We go to a barbecue the next day. Now, the town we live in that we were driving home to that night, we're not from there. So mm-hmm. we don't really know local legends and ghost stories and whatnot. But we go to a barbecue. Oh, no, it's going to get worse. Oh, man. <laughs> we're at a barbecue with friends that all went to high school together. And uh-huh. they can tell we're acting kind of weird and funny. And they finally coax us to tell the story. We're like, yo, so my boys, I don't want to tell you tell it. I'm like, all right. So I get up and I'm like, look. So last night we were on uh on Hecker Pass Highway, and before I even finished the sentence, they're like, you saw the white witch. Ooh. I was like, what? So apparently there's a legend out on that highway that it was, I think the first woman killed by an automobile died up there, and they say 
it's her, but there was also a lady that was because they had a mansion up there. But they proceed to tell us that that road was not uh, Hecker Pass Road and then there's old Hecker Pass Road. And they were like, yeah, so it was fenced off at the bottom. But when we were in high school, we used to go up there and, you know, drink, smoke weed or whatever, because that's what kids do, right? They said they went up one day, parked their car at the bottom, walked to the top, and they're there for like a minute and they start seeing like a hazy light off in the distance. They're like, we thought it was the cops. Mm-hmm. So we turned off all our flashlights, started hiding behind trees. Then they start hearing like laughing, like from a woman, right? Oh, stop it. So they haul ass down the hill. They're running. And my friend, the one that uh, introduced me to all these people, Corey, he was like, yeah, my hat came off. He's like, now I had a flex. And, you know, you think when somebody's running, their hat could come off because the wind hits the bill or whatever. But he goes, no, 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 I have a, I had a flex right. fit hat on backwards. And the person behind him who was there that night, they were like, yeah, dude, it looked like it came straight up and off. And I'm still trying to explain that away. Here's the part that, that trips me out. They all sat there and said, so we get to the bottom of the hill, right? Back to the car. His fucking hat was sitting on top of the car. Stop. So I don't like where this is going. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I still don't. And that was it. Like, that's that's all I know. Um, and apparently there's like a newspaper articles and stuff of people mysteriously dying on that highway, like found dead in their car, but they didn't get in an uh-huh. accident. Really uh-huh. weird. But my whole thing is and I still do. I honestly think there might have been like some movement in the fog that made it look like the shape of a person because mm-hmm. um, that's totally possible. And then you got your your headlights on. It can make it look like anything. And as far as their story, I mean, I'm sure they think something happened to them, but I can't help but wonder if they embellished a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but how do you explain the but hat it is coming weird back? that they all told the same story. How, how do you explain the hat coming back? Um, that's the part I thought they embellished. Hmm, Okay. I don't okay. know, like, if they were messing with me. Now, one of the dudes I still oh, talk I thought to, that was, I says, thought that was your people's that that um the hat came back. So it's the other yeah, the no, other, people that, the other people that you were talking to was telling you a story. Yeah, yeah. So the, the dude okay. that's hat came off. Um, I'm still friends with him to this day, okay. but I know him well enough that he'll. He's probably just messing with me. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. you know. He swears, he swears up and down it really happened. But right, right, right. I don't maybe, know. Maybe maybe he's told the story wrong so many times that he believes it. Right. Sometimes I think that that happens sometimes. Like you remember it wrong. You know, yeah. something that may have happened like years ago. You just remember it wrong. Yeah. And, and then you you believe the the wrong way you remember it. Yeah. That's exactly. that's creepy, man. That's creepy if it did happen like that. Yeah, the whole situation was, but I still question it just because, you know. Yeah. Damn. When, That's crazy. When there's a drug that I don't do involved, I got to question it. Right. Yeah, see, I've never done, um, I've never smoked before. Um, no, I, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. But I, but I will tell a story. I, okay, I can't say that I never smoked before. I do have a story. I got a couple of stories, actually. So me and my wife, we went to uh, Canada, I think, like, last year or the year before that, something like that. And while we were up there, we went we went to uh, 
we stayed in Niagara Falls. And so we're outside like the hotel and it's, it's pretty busy. You know, it's Niagara Falls. Everybody's there. And it's pre-COVID. It's summertime. You know, so everybody's there chilling. So we, we're looking around. We smell. We smell weed. We're like, damn, that's some fucking strong ass weed. Right. But it's people like walking past us just smoking weed. We're like, damn, it must be legal here. We didn't know it was legal there. We had no idea. People were just chilling, smoking weed. I guess they say you, you you just can't smoke around people or around kids or something like that. So we were like, okay, we're going we gonna to go try some weed. You know, it's legal. We can't get in trouble. We're good. Let's go try it. Um, so we went to, to a dispensary, which was dope inside. It was like, a, it was like, a, like an Apple store. It was crazy. Um, you go in, they had like AstroTurf on the inside to, to simulate grass, I guess. Right. You know, just because with the theme, theme of the story, grass, whatever. But uh, so we go in and so we go talk to somebody. It was packed in there, too. We go and talk to somebody and and we're like, listen, we've never done this before. You are truly pointing us in the right direction. We have no idea what we're doing. So we said we don't want anything strong, like crazy strong, but not anything light either. So she gave us some bullshit and um, she asked if we wanted it pre pre-rolled like didn't i just tell you we've never done this before pre-roll that shit right so so they gave it to us pre-rolled we go back to the hotel actually across the street from the hotel is a casino and so we go in the casino we light it up so i take a little a little hit and i'm like okay whatever and then she takes it and smoke and takes a hit but she doesn't inhale and i'm like babe you you're doing it wrong. She's like, no, I'm doing it right. Look. And she just spits it right out. I'm like, you're not doing it right. You got to inhale. So I showed her. I said, look, this is how you got to do it. I took the biggest drag I could do, and I just inhaled it. When I tell you the, the fire that went down my throat, man, oh, my God. It was like it was like the smoke had nails, and it was trying not to go down my throat. It was just like, I couldn't believe it. And, you know, I watch movies all the time. So I see in the movies when they smoke, they're like, <laughs> they start coughing. And I, I understood. I'm like, okay, I, I didn't cough, but I understand why, you know, in the movies, they, they, they just cough like crazy after taking a big drag like that. And mm-hmm. I remember we went up to the restaurant afterwards and obviously she didn't feel anything because she didn't do anything. So we go upstairs in, into the restaurant hotel. We're overlooking the, the falls and stuff. And the whole time I'm like, damn, I don't feel shit. I don't feel anything. Right. And I'm like, I took, that was really all I did. I just took that big drag and that was it. Cause I had never smoked before. I didn't want to overdo it, you know? So I'm like, I don't feel damn thing. I feel nothing, nothing at all. And then the next day I thought about it. The next day when I woke up, I was like, you know what? My wife was talking about talking to me that whole time. And in my mind, I just kept thinking, damn, I don't feel nothing. I don't feel anything. I wasn't even listening to her. <laughs> the voice was so loud in my head. You know, I don't, I don't feel anything. I'm good. I'm straight. I'm not high. And I, don't, I couldn't tell you what she was talking about. It was, it's just a blur. <laughs> <laughs> so I must have been, I'm, it must have hit me somehow. Yeah, you were high. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So funny, man. I, I I thought about it later. I'm like, damn, I I was high. 
I must have been. Oh, yeah. I only remember what she was saying. And I think it was something serious too, but I don't remember. It's a common, uh, you know, when people talk about their first times or whatever, smoking weed, they always mm-hmm. tell you they didn't get high that time. So I think it's, it's everything you were going through is completely normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't right, do it right. though, bro. It's, you know, it, and it, I don't want to say hinders me, but it makes people mm-hmm. look at you weird, as, you know, coming up as a rapper. And right, right, I right. did smoke at one point throughout high school. Like, I loved it. But mm-hmm. one day, um, it, it just turned on me. I started feeling like I was having a heart attack. And oh, wow. They talk, you know, people talk about parents, but it's mm-hmm. like nobody wants their heart racing. 200 miles an hour you know what i mean so it's just not right, comfortable right, right. for me and then being in the hip-hop scene telling people you don't smoke they look at you like you're crazy but right talk about people who don't inhale uh everybody out there <laughs> um rappers are the biggest bullshitters in the world game mm-hmm. is another one and i think this shit is corny man like stupid corny uh the game the rapper look mm-hmm. up a video just type in youtube the game smoking weed he does mm-hmm. not ever inhale. He's a faker. Like, bro, if you don't smoke <laughs> weed, just don't smoke. Why you got to fight for right. the cameras? Right. You know what I mean? Just, and it's kind of just, just knowing say you the like pricing the smell of it. on that, it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that is corny, though. Yeah. Now, now what is it about, because, um, you know, I, I, I sing. So, like, what is it about the studio that makes people want to smoke? I don't get it. I mean, it's not it's not very big in the in the like singing scene, but it it does happen. But it, I think it is bigger in the rap scene. Yeah. Um. So I have a theory on it. It's not very nice, but uh, <laughs> I think people saw, you know, footage of Dre, Snoop, and all these guys smoking weed in the studio, mm-hmm. and now every rapper feels like he has to do it. You know what I mean? Okay. It's just it's one of those. It's kind of why I, I, I'm so far removed from the quote unquote hip hop community now. I don't mm-hmm. consider it hip hop anymore, but it's just, it's so fake, man. Like, there, it, mm-hmm. it, it's so corny now. Like, for example, um, and there's some people are probably going to get mad about this, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> I think Biggie was a thousand times the MC, a better MC than Tupac, period. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, and, and and it has nothing to do with being being a New Yorker either. Yeah, no, it, it's because because Tupac was from New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, my but here's my thing about Tupac. I actually, uh, one of my best friends, Kenji. Shout out to you if you're watching, bro. Shout out to Kenji. Um, is Tupac's cousin. Hmm. So he actually has Pac stories from when he was a little kid. Now, mm-hmm. Kenji's just a little bit older than me. So when he when Pac was around in his family, he was a real young dude. But he's got some stories about him. If you talk to anybody who knew Tupac before, mm-hmm. you know, pre-record deal, and he was not a gangster by any means mm-hmm. at all. Um, and it's so taboo to, or, you know, it, it's like sacrilege in hip-hop. If you say anything bad about Tupac or what people deem as bad, Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate Tupac. I, I'm a fan of some of his music. Um, some of it I think is just repetitive, but that's my opinion. But I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of the personality he developed with mm-hmm. fame. Um, he yeah. wasn't a gangster, but he wanted to be. Um, 
what a lot of people don't know is Tupac got a lot of people hurt running his mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, the notorious B.I.G. is not here okay, because of Tupac's mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Tupac intended it way. I'm not blaming him. But, you know, these rappers don't understand the power that their words hold. And mm-hmm. there was an entire coastal war, not just with oh, yeah. rappers, but with the fans, bro. Yeah. Like, yep. um, Tupac, and th- there's no mystery to how Tupac died. Okay. There's no conspiracy theory. Um, I think they kind of closed the case on it recently. I haven't watched the documentary yet, but I knew 15, 20 years ago who killed Tupac. Hmm. Uh, a guy that I, I rapped with, my producer slash, um, you know, rap, we had a group together. Mm-hmm. Um, still like my brother to this day. He's from Compton. Um, and the South Side Crips killed Tupac. Mm-hmm. And the reason was is because he got involved in gang business that he shouldn't have got involved in. Um, that guy, Orlando Anderson, mm-hmm. that's your kill. There's no, there's no uh, government conspiracy. Um Tupac was his own downfall. And what I was leading to when I started this is that's a huge problem in hip hop now, because I, when I came into the game, uh, I, first of all, Eminem hadn't even blown up yet. I was still a young kid, but Mm -hmm. it was not okay for white guys to rap. Right. And if you were going to rap, you better be, you better bring it. You better be Eminem. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So when I came in, it wasn't that I had to be good. I had mm-hmm. to be better than everybody for anybody to listen to me. So right. I worked on it. And trust me, I got laughed at a few times. Mm-hmm. Then I started roasting, you know, some MCs and battles and it got fun. But <laughs> my resentment comes from this. Look at now where we're at mm-hmm. or even 10 years ago. It takes nothing now. All you got to do is have a little computer and you can rap about any, I mean, no rhymes, nothing, no metaphors, right, right. no punchlines, yep. wordplay, shadow boxes, nothing. It takes no effort. Right. Um, and I you resent can say that. the same word over and over and over again. Yeah. Same or word. Rhyme, yeah. And, and call it rhyming. And you're right. using the same word or, or make up a word or some stupid shit. But I think <laughs> that has a lot to do with, um, and I'm circling back to the point, it has a lot to do with that, that, um, pedestal that everybody put Tupac on um Mm. Tupac was a great artist but he wasn't a great rapper and Mm. calling him the greatest of all time has kind of caused a a regression in hip-hop and lyrics um notice after he died everybody started trying to rap like him Mm. so it's that that inability for hip-hop to tell the truth that makes it so bad Damn, you got deep. All I asked was, why do they smoke so much weed in the studio? <laughs> so Tupac, Tupac kind of sounds like the way the way the way you just described him. As far as like, you know, he wasn't thugged out. You know, you could tell by by pictures of him when he was younger. He didn't look thugged out. Like he looked clean cut, kind of. Um, and there's nothing wrong with not being thugged out. You don't have to be. You know, I grew up in Brooklyn. I wasn't thugged out. I was yeah. I, I was considered corny, you know, but um, it is what it is. 
but be yourself, you know? And I, I kind of like when you were saying that it kind of reminded me a little bit, I'm bringing it back to sports now um, of um, Antonio Brown. Like when he came in the league, he was a nice guy, you know, and then somewhere along the line, man, he just lost it and just became a totally different person. And like, everybody knows that that's not him. Like people that, that, that followed him from the beginning of his career knows he's not like that. You know, it's just like, it's, it's, it's a show. And it could yeah. be because of social media. You know, you want to be popular on social media and things like that, get some clicks or whatever. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you look foolish. Well, I mean, we took a 48-mile detour on on getting to the point. But when you were saying, you know, and that's my fault because I was the driver, but um, <laughs> when you were saying, like, why, why is it that rappers feel like they have to smoke weed in the studio, it's – for me, when I see a rapper do anything nowadays, I don't believe it's them just because none of them have their own personality. So like when people smoke weed in the studio, um, I chalk it up to that. Some people don't get me wrong. I know there are some people that are true potheads out there, mm-hmm. um, but I, I have yet to hear one with something intelligent to say. So, well, the thing is, you said that it was from from Dre and Snoop, but they was smoking in the studios way before that, man. I mean, way before yeah, that. I mean, talking about guys like Rick James and whatnot. But I mean, as far as like, <laughs> well, he was a rock. And, he was a rock, a pop star. Yeah, oh, like yeah. rappers. Like, um, I don't know when 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 did when did uh Wu come out? They came out before them, right? Before Dre, or no. around around the same time. N.W.A. came out, um, when like hip hop was just starting to come into the mainstream. Uh, uh-huh. Wu came out in '93. 36 Josh, chambers. Josh says, don't be fake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Agreed. See, he he took the shortcut. I like that. He was like, you know what? You're going to take this long ass road. I'm going to just right. cut over here, take right. a left, and just tell you, stop being fake. Don't drive around the block. Just cut right through. There's a, you know? There's a shortcut. So you said NWA came out. So when, when did NWA come out? Was that like 80? I know it was in the 80s, right? Or was it early 80, 90s? 87. 87? Yeah. Okay. See, I feel like, I mean, we still had people like, well, you know what? I was never in the studio with them, so I don't know. I mean, you had you had, you had, had Big Daddy Kane, KRS-One. Yeah, um, but you never, you would never see, especially back then on TV, you would never see somebody smoking weed on TV or any kind of platform that hip-hop was right, on as right. far as TV goes. Uh, I'd, but, I'd never really but that was also talk when, about it. That's also when when videos were coming, like starting to come out. Also, you know, we didn't have videos yeah. for a long time, um, and I think like they couldn't do a lot of the stuff that they do now in videos because you got FCC reg- regulations and all that stuff. You can't get away with well, you couldn't get away with what you can get away with now in in music videos. Like right. they would have never showed um, um, WAP back in the day. Right. You know, they would never show that. They would never show two two chicks dancing on a pole ever. Right. Matter, matter of fact, that's when I would say that's when hip hop was kind of classy too. You know, Big Big Daddy Kane came out with his suits all the time. You know, mm-hmm. KRS One. Um, I'm trying to think of a dude that I used to like, man. That he used to have some funny punchlines. Pun, not not pun. Um, I forgot his name. Big L. Nah, nah. Oh, Big L was dope. Um, 
he he passed right didn't big Al pass yeah he was murdered yeah 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 um grand pooba i used to like grand pooba yeah <laughs> his punchlines yep. were funny but um yeah, it, was, it, was, uh, it was a lot it was a lot clean more clean cut back then they weren't the cursing they weren't cursing said that like stuff that that that's on videos now that wouldn't pass mm-hmm. back then the irony of that is that this is the generation that's offended by everything right it's it's just ironic yeah and they let any, anything go on but they get offended by anything yeah <laughs> maybe you know, i don't but- know they're only offended when it when it's convenient to um, them mm-hmm. getting out of an argument that they started. So right when it when it pushes their agenda. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't believe in uh, I don't believe in any kind of censorship. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I hate uh, I hate racism as a whole, but mm-hmm. it is also your right to be that. You it, know is. What I mean? it is. I don't got to hang out with you. I mean, it sucks. It sucks, but that's everyone's right. It is yeah. what it is. Just like, it's it's even to simplify it. I don't want everybody to like me. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't because good chance is I'm probably not going to like you either. So I don't want to. You know what I mean? So, right, but right. It's that, that's the problem nowadays. Um, I, I think this generation's parents didn't tell them that their opinion didn't matter that much. <laughs> and right, keep it to everybody's yourself. Everybody's got one now. Keep keep your opinions to yourself. We, we don't we don't we don't we don't really need it. Well, you, you and know? I talked about this before. When we were kids, mm-hmm. trading insults was just part of the day. Right. That was that was a Tuesday. Yeah. It was exactly. just fun. It was just fun. Yeah. You rank on each other and then you go play stickball or something. Yeah. <laughs> stickball, man. They don't know about that out here. They don't know about stickball over here either in nah. Connecticut. I don't know if they even play that anymore in, in New York. I haven't been I haven't been in a while. Man, can, New York is becoming a shopping mall. I know, right? I know over here in Connecticut you can't find you can't find a stickball bat anywhere. Yeah. You should be you able to because you can create a stick uh, all you got to do is put a put a box on a wall and and yeah. let's let's go. It's time to play. Get a tennis ball. I mean, you can't use a handball cuz they don't have handballs over here. But use a tennis ball and just go out there and play stickball, man. They don't know about that. All you need is what? A minimum of two people. Yeah. That's it. You got four people, you good. Yeah. You you good to play again. Man, I used to I love stickball, man. And it was so hard to hit the ball because the, the bat was skinny. Yeah. And, like and we used to play. Hand. Yeah, we I was just gonna say we used to play with a broomstick handle sometimes. Because we we didn't have it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the the uh the the uh, more the more uh, privileged kids in the in in the projects I, I say privileged with quotes because they had it bad too but they just had a little bit more money than us they would come out with the with the real deal stickball bats man they have um, electrical tape on the bottom so they had a handle oh man good old days you Where? ever play wiffle ball oh yeah do you remember playing wiffle ball so this is how we played we used to cut the top off smash um newspaper into it until until it couldn't bend anymore put the top back on tape it up with duct tape and then we would put newspaper inside the wiffle ball too so it was almost like you were playing hardball <laughs> oh damn yeah i've man. never seen that method that's dope though yeah good times man and then we would just play in a in like a where the where the two buildings in the projects came together 
that was that was home plate. That was a diamond. And we would just play all day, man. That is some project stuff. I love that, man. It's, <laughs> you know, especially in California, man, you got a lot of like uh, um, liberal white kids trying to claim that they had it bad growing up. Mm-hmm. And I just I ask them this one simple question. Like if you so you had it bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever played basketball with a milk crate? <laughs> Did you ever make a hoop out of a milk crate? Right, you right. You didn't have it bad. You right. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that, uh, they probably had a nice net. Nice uh, white, yeah. nice white net. Brand no, new. They went to their mom's gym. <laughs> right. They went to the country you know club. I mean? Like <laughs> and that's another stab so, at this generation, man. Like I, it's these people are literally talking about they got PTSD from a fender bender. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. <laughs> I yeah, I could go for so, hours on it. But yo. So so check this out. My my son one time he he told me this is when he was like um maybe like 13, 14. He goes, he goes, man, I wish I grew up in Brooklyn. I said, why? Why would you want that? He goes, because it seemed like it was pretty cool. Like, you have no idea what you're wishing. You know, and he's he's one of them kids, man. He's just like the kids that are out here now. He's entitled. He think everybody, you know, the world owes him something. And I was like, if you, I said, you probably would have, you wouldn't be even alive right now if you had that attitude back then in Brooklyn. And yeah. it was funny. He had a he had a chain on. I already told you I was I was a cornball, right? So he had a chain on. I was like, if I would have saw you walking walking around in Brooklyn, I said, I would have snatched that chain from you. And I was corny. <laughs> I said you would have done anything about it. And, and that's and, and, and you, know you would you wouldn't have had that attitude because somebody would have punched that shit right out of you a long time ago. Yeah, there. I mean, Brooklyn back, especially back then, man. Like, do you remember when? Uh, like all the boroughs would have their, uh, you know, their, their little reputation about them. And Brooklyn yeah. was always the one people would be like, I don't know. You know, like say you're <laughs> from Brooklyn, they'd be like, oh, sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was, don't know. man. But he's, he was, I mean, I, then again, I grew up in the 80s, man. So I was in the crack era. So I know now it's a lot better. Maybe that's what he was talking about, you know, growing up in Brooklyn now. Cause there's like, I heard Bushwick is like ridiculously nice now. And yeah. I don't remember that at all. I remember it being horrible. Yeah. Even uh, Bed-Stuy, like right. all of it. Right. Um, the one that's laughable is uh, Williamsburg. That's where it all started. It's where all the hipsters moved. Oh, really? Williamsburg? Yeah. It's I just remember, a hipster I went, fest. So I went to, um, when was it? Maybe like six, seven years ago. This was after it was it was gentrified. I went to um a whole bunch of us. I don't know if you if you're familiar with Google Plus. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> I haven't heard that term in years, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Cause it, it it died, like it died last year, but it died way before that because they made they went in a in a bad direction and it killed the whole the whole site. But um so a bunch of us met right right downtown Brooklyn by the bridge. And we I was walking around, I'm like, shit. This is not how I remember it. This is beautiful. It was amazing. It was amazing. They had like we had breakfast yeah. at this little spot. People were sitting outside and stuff. I'm like, damn, it's crazy. Yeah, I, it was just it was just gorgeous. 
It was gorgeous. Yeah. Everything was maintained. It was just nice, man. It, it, I didn't grow up like that. So maybe that's what he was talking about, but I don't think that's what, that's what he was talking about. I mean, but people, I think people just really see like the, the, uh, you know, the abstract point of view when it comes to talking about these places and, uh, Oh, that's Zog, man. Shout out to you. I didn't even see the, the comments. That's I put, yeah. it, I, I put it right under. Talk about hey, let, let's let's talk about that real quick, man. This is my oh, man Zog over here. This Zog, dude, what up? This dude is like probably one of the toughest people I know ever. He's like like we've been like brothers ever since we first met. And the, the cool thing about when me and him met was we didn't like each other. Because the problem is how it starts. Yeah, we both moved into like a small town where it was all these little like white kids who thought they were hardcore. So Mm -hmm. naturally, like when we saw each other, we both kind of had a hood complex to us. So (laughs) we saw each other and like, look at this fake ass. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we kind of linked. We actually linked over Star Wars. The craziest thing: two white guys from the hood love Star Wars. But we were actually him and I were just having a, a conversation about that. And, and um, you know, kids have such a fascination with these poverty stricken places because they hear about them in rap songs. And um, guys like Biggie had a very good way of painting a picture that, you know, kids don't understand that when Biggie talks about and he big ups Brooklyn, mm-hmm. you got to understand that when we grew up in these places, we had to find the beauty in them. We didn't mm-hmm. wait for some big contractor to come through, buy out all the buildings and make them pretty, you know? Right. Um, it was home, man. Yeah. But to this <laughs> day, I don't know if you still feel this way, but like, like if I'm in a, a bad neighborhood or a bad area, I love to see graffiti. I love it. Um, if it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But that used to be exclusive. Now it's everywhere. So. Right, right. <laughs> well, now, now people get paid to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it takes yeah, the fun right out of it. it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It used to be, it used to be you tag real quick and bounce. Remember back in the day, if you spray painted over somebody else's, that's that's beef right there. Oh, yeah, you get straight up. That was big. That they was don't big know. Big. They don't know about that. Do you remember the razor blade in the cheek? <laughs> uh, my brother used to do that. Man, he was dope too. He put it in his mouth and and just. Chew. I'm like, how are you doing that? How'd you even learn to do that? You had to have cut yourself a couple of times when you were learning how to do it. And um, after yeah. a while, they started um, like when people go into clubs, they would go like this to people's mouths. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So he had he had to stop doing that. Damn, that's crazy. Do you remember the Decepticons in in Brooklyn? It was like a gang. Yeah. Do yeah. you really? <laughs> yeah. They 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 were. I actually. Just a few months ago, they were talked about in a documentary. Really? Yeah, I don't think they, I ever met of, one. Or, or maybe I did and I didn't know, but I, I, I never officially met one. I'll say that. But I used to I, see I've the, never met one, but I know about them. Right. I used to see the logos, the logos everywhere. That was about it. Like, oh, what, what about the Autobots? Where's the Autobots? But like, am I, and I, am I an Autobot if they're Decepticons because I'm a good guy? <laughs> So what was your did you have a tag name at all? Uh yeah, I had a few. Um so what did I tag for? First I tagged chaos with a K. Mm-hmm. Um and then it was 
risk. And then I found out like 80,000 people use the word risk. <laughs> um, and uh, when I, when the movie Donnie Darko came out, mm-hmm. um, people just started calling me by that name. Cause I was a rapper and right, you know, right, right. that's and you were just, Donnie. It was the weirdest little dynamic too. Cause that movie came out when I was in high school and mm-hmm. uh, I got into a fight in history class one time and because of my idiocy and anger like i picked up a desk and like dropped it on this kid and uh i'm not bragging about that that wasn't cool but (laughs) i had to go see like anger management and all this stuff and Mm -hmm. uh i got put on some medication so when that happened that movie had just come out and they're like oh you're just like that perfect timing (laughs) yeah so it stuck so when I, i started tagging Cause I didn't want to tag Donnie Darko because police right. would just like go to that guy. So yeah. I started tagging dark child child mm. with a Y. Okay. Rod- Rodney Jerkins, dark child also. Yeah. That's why that's actually <laughs> why I put the Y in there. That's why you did that. Yeah. <laughs> I think my, I had a couple, I had, did I have a couple? I wasn't really a tagger. I'm, I'm, I'm perpetrating, but if I was to tag, like I would tag in my books and stuff, but, um, I think Satch was one of them. Um, that was uh, 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 one of the characters in the Bowery Boys. I don't know if you know who the Bowery Boys are. It's an old school black and white show. And it was like five five kids, five teenagers, and they used to just wreak havoc, havoc in the neighborhood. But one of the characters, his name was Satch. I was like, oh, that's a cool name. So I picked that up. And then, I don't know, I, I started using Jedi, but like Risk, nice. there's Jedi everywhere. So like... That's that's dumb. I'm not gonna do that anymore. Um, that was it. Satch was it, and like I said, man, I didn't really tag up like that. I was corny. Yeah, well, I think growing up in neighborhoods like that, you at least part time tag. You know what I mean? Like once you get old <laughs> enough to appreciate it, you're like, oh, I'm a dabble in that for a little bit. I would never say nah, I was yeah. like, I never. You know, honestly, I got into tagging just because I wanted to to cover all four elements of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell me, tell uh, me you were breaking. Oh, I tried. I definitely tried. <laughs> um, I wasn't. I wasn't very good at it, though. I'm not going to sit here in front. Like, I mean, I could do a couple little things, but then I would show yeah, yeah, up to yeah. an actual break dancer, and they would just <laughs> right, just demolish you. Yeah. And you know they're it not cool about-, about it either. If you suck, they're right. no. Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. And the thing about the thing about see, and here here's the thing about um hip hop culture that, that I'm just realizing right now. It's so you we talk about you know ranking on people and stuff like that when we were kids, right? That's kind of what the hip hop culture like was kind of almost built on because everything was a fucking battle. You know, you had dance battles, you had rap battles. You know, you had um, um, tagging where people would just come up and tag over your stuff. Like you had tag yeah. battles. You know, you had what, what's the other part? What clothing? DJ fashion? Battles. Oh, DJ. Yeah, you had DJ battles. Like everything was was a competition. So you were kind of like D- DJ ranking. You know what I mean? Right. On, on the person. You have, I mean, M- MC battles where you were just ranking on people. Like clearly you were, you were ranking on each other. Then dance battles, you're you're ranking through through dance. Like it's all ranking on each other, really. 
Yeah. So it's all well, it's all and battling. I and I really hate when I see videos of people like rap battling, and then one person gets mad. I'm like, yo, come on, man! You're not even respecting the art. Just take your L. Yeah. Just take it's, your L, man. It's so I, honestly, that's probably if if anybody asked me if I'm into any kind of new hip hop, I watch mm -hmm. rap battles. There's mm -hmm. like maybe two or three new artists that I actually like and the rest can just go eat a dick. But um, <laughs> it, the battle scene has definitely grown into a bigger oh, thing, it? which is which is cool. Um, when I used to do it, it wasn't near as big as what it is now. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's because of YouTube and all that, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But they. Uh, what's up, crew, lamb, crew, I am. Oh, crew, what up, man? I know exactly who that is. Oh, you got to check out this app, man, this, this uh, stereo app. I've been What's rocking that? on there, man. I, I'll, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about it. It's pretty It's, it's pretty cool. I've been, so, I've been rocking. Uh, I, I've done a couple of shows up there. But no, go ahead. Oh, um, yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, I want to I hear that. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I think the, the thing I used to love about hip-hop the most you just said of the environment we grew up in everything was mm -hmm. a battle but if you look at kind of not to get all corny on you but you know that was the environment everything was a mm -hmm. kind of a battle you had that you were on your yeah. own um yeah it was a battle it's even even these old neighborhoods that like we grew up in and other people grew up they're not the same anymore man even those kids mm -hmm. are entitled yep so i don't take I don't take uh, these young gang members serious. It's like, dude, you're wearing skinny jeans. I know you're not packing nothing. First of all, you're not scaring <laughs> nobody, right? Um, right. But it's all. Second of all, your jeans are down to your knees, so all I gotta do is push yeah. you right on over. Yeah, that's that's like, all I gotta on, do. Like, it used to be this beautiful thing of of hip hop started as as this beautiful culture of people accepting where they were from and just representing mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and it didn't yeah. have to be. You didn't have to be a gangster. You didn't have to be any of that. Right, and um, and 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 being able to express where you're from. Yeah, you know, exactly. it was a it without, was a release. Shame. It was a release. You know, we yeah. we struck we struggled. We all struggled together, and that was that was our release. Like, hip hop was like finally, I got a I got something to 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 express my struggle through. Hey, you know, we're on I'm, the subject, so I gotta ask you. Because okay. it's live, everybody's gonna see it. Who's your top five dead or alive? Oh, come on. What what rappers? Yeah. That's hard, man, because I'm I'm an RB singer, man. You, you gotta give me singers. You gotta give me the singer list. I'm not I'm <laughs> okay. not an RB, but I could lay out my top five RB singers right now. Yeah, but RB is kind of universal, man. If you if you so have sex, you listen to RB. <laughs> Yeah, but all right, so 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 I'll, bro, you're I'll, from I'll give New York. you how do you not have a top five? I'll give you my list, all right. And this is no particular order. Okay. And 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 it might not be legit, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna have like probably a better list than mine just because I don't know everybody. Right. All right, cool. Um, all right, top five, no particular order. I'll put biggies in there for me. Um uh, mm, Nas. Uh, damn. 
trying to go, trying to be a little bit nostalgic. Um, I would say Jay when he when he uh, in the beginning, I, I liked him a lot more in the beginning okay. of his career. Um, that's three. All right. Uh, so one person I always liked was Buster Rhymes, but okay, I, I do like Buster Rhymes. Um, and I huh. living on a prayer. Zog says, "I know." Bonjour. So this is so this is gonna be corny. It is gonna be corny, but I do like his music, Drake. I'm not gonna say he's top five, but that's just what's coming to my head right now. And I know people people say okay. he used ghost so rides and stuff like that, I, I and like I understand that. that. <laughs> Go ahead. But he couldn't afford one his whole career. Here's why I like that choice. I'm not a huge Drake fan, um, and that's mostly because I met him in person, and he's a douchebag. Um, <laughs> not to me. He would have got slapped. He was a douchebag to a lady that didn't deserve okay. it. Um, who was who brought him the wrong tea? Okay, I'm sorry. Oh. What man? You gonna call yourself a man and you're getting mad and gonna be <laughs> verbally abusive to a woman over tea? Over tea, you pussy. Yeah, right, um, right. But here's why I like that. The reason I respected Drake when he first came out is because he came out when being gangster was the thing. Like. Mm-hmm. You had to have street cred and all, or fake street cred mostly. Right, right. And he right. didn't try for that. Right. And I really respected that. He was just himself. And I feel like he was a, a game changer too, man. Because he, oh, yeah. he switched, he switched up everything, and now everybody sounds like him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it, it was the gift and the curse of his. Um, right. So interestingly enough, you have three of my top five on yours as well. I think those guys are universal. Um, so Biggie, Biggie, Nas, and Jay. Yeah. So <laughs> the only and I was gonna say no particular order too, but my number one, I'm gonna start with him because he's always number one to me for one specific reason. My number one is Rockem. Oh, I um, forgot about Rockem, man. A lot of people do, and it, there, there's no shame well, in it because he well, hasn't really. Is, it's hard to do a top five. Yeah, it's hard it's, to squeeze I, everybody in there. We might do another episode in the future where we talk about a top 10. I prefer the top 10, but it's e- it's easier for most people to do a top five. But the reason Rakim is my number one is because, first of all, he never portrayed to be something he wasn't. He wasn't mm-hmm. trying to be a thug. He was literally just talking about the environment he came up in. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of people don't realize he actually brought intelligence to hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying thought-provoking things. Right, right, um, right. He was the first to use real complex word schemes and bigger mm-hmm. words and four- and five-syllable words. That was Rakim. And if right, right, right. the reason he's number one to me is because without him, I don't think we would have my next four. Okay. Um, so second, Nas, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. When I heard Illmatic, that <sighs> my life shifted because I related to it so much mm-hmm. and because... I was a kid that was living in California with the New York state of mind, pretty mm-hmm. much. I used to bump that in my headphones. <laughs> um, and uh, it was just grimy. And it talked about being that kid from the gutter. Mm-hmm. Didn't It wasn't flashy at all. He had It kind of had the idea of like, you know, like the world is yours. It right. talks about you dream about having that stuff. Right. But it didn't go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next is obviously Jay-Z. He just, the dude, that dude can rhyme. 
period about anything and he doesn't write it down just like yeah, him he and just Big. goes in the studio he just goes in the studio and does it yeah so, so does yeah. Lil wayne for that matter so so he says that's yeah that's what he says but yeah. you know what um he's nowhere near as good as these guys i i don't i don't dislike Lil wayne i really yeah, don't yeah, i yeah, used yeah. to but he's he's okay but yeah yeah he's all right he he's he says some stuff sometimes you're like oh okay yeah <laughs> yeah he has a there, there's a line that he does on this song called uh, Rich, Rich is, Rich is F. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, we fucked up, we trucked up, no ifs, ands, or but fucks, bitch, go behind your back like nunchucks. Mm-hmm. And that's fucked up. Like, right, right, that was right. A dope little word right. scheme. I like, I like um, his whole, his whole um, um, six foot, seven foot, eight foot. Uh, oh, yeah, that was a cool beat, too. He, he kills that, man. G's real G's moving silence like lasagna. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. <laughs> yep. He uh but crashing through the wall outfielder. Jay-Z was he has all those skills and metaphors with the ability to tell a story and paint a picture. Right. Reasonable doubt is one of the best hip hop albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, now Black now this is gonna be a con- this is gonna be a controversial question. Would would Jay-Z be Jay-Z if Biggie was still alive? Uh no. Yeah. Because so. he kind of took his think, place, he he slid he slid in right into yeah. it. He right, there was right into that spot. spot. Yeah, because um, it was Biggie then Jay Z. But we, I mean, we would have Jay Z. He just wouldn't be as big as right. He wouldn't have I mean? Beyonce. But you got to do what you got to do. He capitalized <laughs> off of that. Um, yeah. What kid from from the gutter can't listen to Hard Knock Life and their their mm-hmm. foot's just not tapping? Right, right, right. Can't right. I, I can't mess. But uh, uh-huh. this this one's this is the more controversial. Um, and Biggie's obviously there. That that was my next one. Biggie, boom. Right. So my last, and and it's it's very simple. Biggie's the greatest of all time. Whether you mm-hmm. agree or disagree, yes, I agree. He's not the best lyricist of all mm-hmm. time, but whole package. A, Biggie's the best. He's a great artist, man. Yeah, His but here's flow the other one that gets controversial. And okay. I think it just has to do with um, people don't want to accept him as one of the greatest of all time because of the color of his skin. And it's Eminem. Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about Eminem after I finished my list. That that dude is ridiculous, man. Name me one rapper that could dust him in a battle and I'll shut up. I can't. Exactly. I can't. I mean, he, he did a song with, Jay-Z, with uh, Jay-Z's album and he killed him. Yeah, so Cruz said he'd go with Eminem, Tech Nine, Ritz, Outkast, and Nas. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you can't pick Outkast. That, that's two people. <laughs> I don't know who Ritz is. Yeah, exactly. So, but here's my here's my only issue with that crew. Um, and it's your your opinion. If the, if they're your top five, you gotta understand the top five I just picked. They might not even necessarily be. I mean, they are some of my, but. Um. I also factor in what they did for the genre. And I don't really think Tech right, Nine right, has right. done much for the genre. And mm. Ritz is that fat white guy, right? I don't know who Ritz is. I'm not sure. But your I list no is I mean, Tech Nine's dope. I think um, Out- Outcast did did something for the for the for the music, like as far as bringing out the South and all that stuff, but um their group. Yeah, when they put out uh <laughs> 
the love below speaker box or whatever mm-hmm. i didn't i literally was looking at tv like what the fuck is this this is garbage <laughs> but you know to each his own right right um but yeah man like that those guys are just those guys are legends to me i'm gonna hit you real quick though with my top five uh r&b because this uh, could be quick bastard. uh marvin gay uh-huh. Um, and this is only my top five, okay? Like these okay. are my favorite guys to listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marvin Gaye. Um, I forget his name, but it's one of the dudes from Boys to Men. Just I love the dude's vocals are insane. Which which one? The one that's always ending the songs. This time instead, just yeah, that's, come to you know what I mean. That's Sorry, Wanye. I had to sing. I can't. Wanye Morris. Yes, there you go, Wanye. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it was something weird like that. But uh, him. Um, Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, this one doesn't get a lot of credit, but I, I like music soul child. Mm-hmm. He's dope. Um, did I say Al Green? Nope. And then Al Green. Boom. Okay. Um, damn, you put me in putting me in the spot, man. Um, okay, so. Nope, no particular order, right? Cool. I'm going to go Marvin Gaye, too. I'm going to go Marvin Gaye. Um, I'm going to go Sam Cooke. Um, I'm going to go Brandy. Um, I'm going to go... I got two more, two more. Um, Joe. I like Joe. Oh, yeah. And let's go Tank. Okay. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I can't. R and B is so vast, I had to though. squeeze them all into five. That's that's yeah. where I go. But there's so like I I can you can ask me that question next week and it's a totally different five. That's what I'm saying. I was just about to say all this is subject <laughs> subject to change, folks. Like it's uh that's with any music though. Do you yeah. listen to do you listen to any other kinds of music? Like um, I mean, I listen to gospel sometimes. Um, That's good. And I listen to, I don't listen to a lot of rap though. Um, when I when I do listen to rap, it's it's those people that that we mentioned. Like, I don't like the new rap too much. Me. Even though even though I said I li- I do listen to Drake, but yeah. um, but even some of his songs are just corny to me. Even the ones that are like big, they're corny to me. But um. What else do I listen to? I'll, I'll listen to like classic rock, like I'll, I'll listen to like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that, um, and pop. I mean, who doesn't listen to pop? It's just popular music. So and every genre is in the in the pop category. Yeah, um, that's about it. And I like, I really like listening to um, singer songwriter stuff. Um, I don't know how that I became so a category. Respect for people who write their own songs. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Like Ed Sheeran, I really like Ed Sheeran. That dude is dope. He's a beast, man. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars produces, writes, and performs his own songs. Yeah. He's ridiculous. Uh, I think Raheem Devon does that too. And I really like Raheem Devon. He's dope, man. He's a sleeper dude. Not a lot of yeah. people know about him. You got my respect just now. Oh, man. I love yeah, you man. got my respect. Not a lot of people know about him. Yeah, Hold it's keep, surprising, keep, though, because his voice is keep insane. Talking. Um, Keep Raheem Devon, that, he hits notes that he shouldn't be able to hit. 
um, the other one though, like, like, uh, just respect for her talent, uh, Mariah Carey. Because how many singers do you know that could hit those notes? See, we said Ritz is a bigger guy. I feel like Tech Nine is something for his state. He's number one independent. Also, I feel they do well. You know what? Yeah, Tech Nine did do a lot, um, independently, um, but. The best independently, I don't. I think that would go to E40, um, and E40 is not even my favorite. I, I don't listen to a lot of E40, um, but E40 was the dude that started the kind of independent movement. And if you if you were to ask Tech Nine, I bet you he would tell you that he was inspired by E40 to do that. But I will say this: um, Tech Nine is quite the entrepreneur because if you go to Kansas City, you will see the strange logo on a lot of different businesses so yeah tech nine has my respect no doubt he's, he's a dope rapper but um yeah i E40 couldn't tell you any tech insane. nine songs i honestly i don't i don't have one tech nine album um mm -hmm. i know I, he exists like i know who he is but i, just, I don't think i've ever heard if, um, if or maybe i, I have heard it but i didn't know it was him yeah so i was i was kind of drawn off from tech nine early because he was doing songs with uh insane clown posse oh was and he? those guys are just a, so <laughs> i see but Pete. i was saying when you left man what do you think about mariah carey um i like old mariah carey right i think she's corny now i mean i don't know if she still has the vocals or not but her her first like two or three albums they were really good man she's her vocals were ridiculous man ridiculous so i, I, her I like her good album her last good album to me i think was called was it called butterflies or something like that i think it had oh, yeah. one two one sweet one sweet day up there boys and men yeah that was butterfly i think you that, didn't like that's emancipation the, nope emancipation of mimi yeah. Nah, that that was the album that she tried to go like a little bit hip hoppy, right? Yeah, see, I was digging that. I, I like, like that, the production man. on it. I can't stand Jermaine Dupree, but I liked his production on that. Yeah, some of his songs, some of his production I don't like, but I think that um, Jermaine Dupree and Usher mesh really well. Yes. I think yeah. he, for some reason, he knows how to produce Usher, and Usher knows how to sing on on his productions. Man, they, they're just real good. It's like it's like um, um, Justin Timberlake and Timberland. Yeah, you know or, they or just a little bow wow and failure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Little who? Who's that? <laughs> Do y'all like is. the old Eminem or the new Eminem? Uh, I think they're they're both good. They are both different. I have an answer. So I like the album work of the old Eminem, but I like the lyrical work of the new Eminem better. Mm. Uh, lyrically, he's grown insanely just. Um, but his I mean, that dude set a, a, such a high bar for himself with those first three albums. Like, I don't expect him to put out another classic because he just <laughs> right. he, he he hit us with the trifecta and now all he's got to do is be yeah. a lyricist right 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 i i will say what what got me was his what what got me on board like everybody else was his first album man 
he is such a good storyteller on that album. It's it's just crazy, man. And I didn't even know. I don't know about shrooms and all that stuff, but the way he was telling the stories was like, damn, he is killing it. He was genius about it. Here's why he was genius about it. Eminem is from the hood. There is no mm -hmm. question right. about it. You talk to anybody from Detroit, he's from the hood. But right. he was such a genius. He knew he couldn't come out and into the mainstream and be like, oh, I'm from the hood. Da, 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 da. So mm -hmm. what did he do? He painted that picture of poor white America mm -hmm. so that everybody so that he was, you know, relatable to everybody. Right, 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 right. Um, vivid. Yeah, vivid yep. is yeah. vivid is the perfect word. He's very uh, and then I love his uh I love his ability to uh to just say something so offensive but and, and <laughs> so wrong that nobody else could say, but when he says it, it's like right, oh that's right. kind of funny. Like, right. <laughs> I remember when uh the Marshall Mathers LP came out and uh my mom accidentally heard me listening to it and uh which one Marshall Mathers yeah so the yeah. first song on there uh what the hell's that first song called uh where he's like he says uh he's like shut up slut you're causing too much chaos just bend over and take it like a slut okay ma like <laughs> yeah 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 you yeah, would yeah. never catch me saying that <laughs> I don't even want to think of my mom that way right like, in any way like that but the like the way <laughs> eminem can just say things that other people can't because he he right. set that avenue up for himself right he did right from that first album man right from yeah. that first album he, he 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 like he came out saying whatever he wanted yeah you know and it was it was it was ridiculous it was fun it was it was controversial like he he hit so hard with that first album that like you said, he set up an avenue for himself where he could just fucking say anything he wants. Yeah. It's Stan, like um, Stan Stan was a whole like that was genius. But Stan I think crazy, man. The first time I saw Eminem's genius was on the first uh Slim Shady LP where he did the 97 Bonnie and Clyde. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. never heard a song. Somebody, yeah, kill you. Somebody baby rapping, but baby talking to their daughter that he just killed her mom. Right. Who thinks of that? Oh, my God. And then He's the follow-up so album, you got the prequel to that where it's a domestic violence case on wax. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. And then Stan, you know, for as dark as that song was, for him to be able to make such a dark song was a radio mm -hmm. hit that, that seals it. Right. So it's like, when you talk about whole pack, why he's one of the, I agree with, I he was always talking familiar about killing with the Kim, whole Lord Jamar. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear anything <laughs> about like Lord Jamar and that whole issue he had with Eminem? Mm -mm. So no, the, who's, who's Lord the Jamar? argument here is that Lord Jamar said that Eminem's not even top 10, which I disagree. Eminem got mm -hmm. mad though, because, and then dissed him on his last album. Because Lord Jamar said that white people are guests in the house of hip hop. Um, <laughs> yeah, crew knows. Um, I don't know. That's 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 racist. It is, but you know what? Here's my thing that's on racist. it. And if Eminem said that shit, he would be crucified. Or maybe maybe exactly. not Eminem because because he could say whatever he wants. But but if somebody said Ty Tiger is is in the at the at at the uh, white people's dinner table, 
or whatever. Right. You know, it would, it would be, yeah. it would be, it would be, there would be rioting in the streets. Yeah. He didn't take too kindly to it. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wouldn't be as mad at Lord Jamar for saying that if there wasn't so many racial undertones to it. Right. Um, right. I always, I always liked being one of the very few white kids that people knew that rap. Now they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not fun anymore the way it used to be, but, <laughs> um, I, I would agree that, yes, it's black culture and that we are guests, but at what point do we become a welcome guest? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think Eminem right, has right. earned his spot. Right. But, like, you're talking about, you know, the genius and, like, him being able to say things that were offensive. Uh, that second album, again, he's got lines that they had to edit out on the explicit version. I'll mm-hmm. take seven kids from Columbine, stand them all in line, add an AK-47, a revolver, a nine, a Mac-11, and it ought to, ought to solve a problem of mine, and that's a whole school of bullies shot up all at one time. It's like, whoa. Mm. And uh, He's so nasty, man. <laughs> one more. This is where you were saying, like, he, he could get away with saying that. There was one that another edited, or not edited, he just didn't say the word. He goes, I drink more liquor to fuck you up quicker than you'd want to fuck me up for saying the word. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So is even even when he won't go there, he still goes there. Right, right, right. He's like Gary Owens, man. You know, you know who Gary Owens is? Yeah. The comedian. He yeah. his whole his whole audience is black. Yeah. You don't That's... see no white people at his at his shows. And and all he does is talk about black people. Yep. <laughs> but he can get away with it. Yeah. You know? It's funny though, because we were talking earlier, this generation. Um, if Eminem were to come out now, mm-hmm. um, would he be as big? Probably not. People are so offended nowadays. Now we're used to Eminem, so right, right, it's... right, right, right. But like, who? He's such an anomaly. Like, it, it's going to be hard. I mean, you got like, I don't know how you feel about Machine Gun Kelly, but I feel like for the next white white guy ever to to break in. It's gonna be hard because Eminem has set such a high bar. Cause even like I, I feel like Machine Gun Kelly is good. He's no Eminem. No. You know, he's not even close to Eminem. He thinks he is, but he's not. He's not even close. And that's my only problem with him, is that he thinks he is. Right. Like give the man the respect that he deserves. Leave him be. Well, you have a daughter. Yeah. Um, the whole thing started over a man or, or Machine Gun Kelly making sexual comments about Eminem's daughter. You don't go there, bro. Uh-huh. Um, and he feels like they were harmless. But I think my whole issue with him was this. Like, when I heard his diss song, I'm like, bro, you're coming to Eminem. Like, right. do better. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Right, right, Your right. beard right. is weird. That, I mean, that's the best he could do, man. That's the best he could do. Then don't. <laughs> I mean, like, come yeah. on, man. This is Eminem. Right, right. Like, you can't do that. Like, okay, so now we're talking about battles. How'd you feel back in the day with um, cannabis and LL? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> that was when cannabis was still good. Right. Um, that was fun. I was more. The one that really got me excited was uh, Nas and Jay Z. Okay. Uh, it's. The, the the LL, I think the, the funny thing about LL was oh, is he was in that beef. And 
he didn't really have to say much. He had like five other people come on and say it for him, you know? Right, right, but, right. Uh, I mean, because when, when you're a legend, you don't got to say anything. Nah. You know, you know he, he's already, he, he wasn't even rapping anymore. But he nah. came out, he came, I, I kind of like his comeback better. Yeah. My favorite line was when he said, 99% of your fans don't exist. Yeah. I love that shit, man. Yep. But that was it was the statement he was making by having all those other people on the track mm-hmm. was like this is light work, you know what I mean? Right, right, um, right, right, right. Lyrically, I think cannabis was more capable at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh I uh I gotta ask you though, since since I brought it up though, who do you think won Jay Z and Nas? Keep I, it a you know what? You know what? Off the top of my head, I don't even remember the songs. I I think at the time, and this is what I'm gonna go with because I don't know now, but I think Nas did. Okay, yeah, uh, a lot of people do. That's that's a very uh, I give an unpopular answer. Um, I think I think that's what I thought. I I don't like I said I don't remember. That to me just. At first, when I first heard Ether, I was like, oh, man. But if you go and listen to the lyrical just jabs they were taking, mm-hmm. Nas was more serious, and Jay-Z was kind of like, this little <laughs> guy, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So I think the takeover was better lyrically um, just because of the – it was like Jay-Z didn't just go at Nas. He went at, like, everybody on that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Called Prodigy Twinkle Toes. Rest in peace, Prodigy. I love <laughs> right, Prodigy. Right, right. Um, man, that's Mob that was, Mob Deep, right? Yeah, that's Mob Deep. Yes, Mob I, Deep. I used to like Mob Deep, man. Prodigy, yeah, I mean, dope. From New York, you got it's like yeah, you sing that in church in New York. <laughs> I mean, they're singing shook ones at Sunday Mass. <laughs> yeah, at least and, in the nineties. <laughs> well, the thing about. The thing about the Jay Z and, and Nas one is that it was two legends going at yeah. it. Yeah. Like like they 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 like you know you we say cannabis and LL like cannabis no matter how hard cannabis would have went at LL even if he was like dope he's he still he still wouldn't be able to he doesn't have a leg to stand on because yeah. LL is such a staple in the in the music industry and hip hop culture period like you can't really get at him. Yeah. No matter what you say, but when you got L, um, Jay-Z and um, and Nas, you got two legends getting at each other. Yo, you ever want to uh, just cringe hard in embarrassment for somebody? Watch Cannabis versus Disaster. It's a battle. Oh, and, okay. And, uh, I felt so bad for Can- I felt so... He stepped Why into the, the new battle ring and Oh man, D- disaster is probably one of my favorite battle rappers to begin with, but he's well, he's brutal and cannabis got tossed up on that one. And disaster, uh, okay. I'm looking. I at mean, him. he Damn, showed he looked- up to the battle with his arm in a sling. Who cannabis? Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about? Um- uh, you know how Sway has like freestyle, like the freestyle stuff. Yeah, yeah. On uh, uh, serious. How do you feel about them calling that freestyling? <laughs> because um, 
I grew up, and you did too, with actual freestyling. Yeah, you had you know? to. Yeah, you had to be. Like you talk about, you talk about stuff that's around you. You know, yeah. talk about the stuff that the person has on, stuff like that. And when I see these people go on there and and he's like, okay, bust a freestyle, you could tell they wrote this. Like you could tell because they're yeah. not talking about anything. Yeah, anywhere, nothing that's, that has to do with anything. You bring I, up something that I think most people in the hip hop community have avoided and have been afraid to to uh bring up um it's funny they always avoid that mm -hmm. that that subject of what you can call a freestyle right. but yeah they've made it now so that you can literally sp spit a written and call it a freestyle right that's not so a freestyle the way i f i mean the way i feel about it is don't call it a freestyle right just say listen i can't freestyle but i got some i got stuff yeah call it a <laughs> cipher or whatever you want you know what i mean but right freestyle come on i hate that man i hate it so much when i see it and like i'll sit there and i'm waiting to see what what they're gonna talk about and it's like this is not a freestyle not at all yeah. why is he talking about his car this, this isn't a freestyle you ever you ever heard of a dude um i'm sure you have that that he's on facebook all, all over the place harry mack harry mack yeah this dude you gotta check him out man you God, you you would love him, you would love him. He he's a he rapper. Worked, yeah, yeah. He, he he's a freestyle artist. Okay. Um, I never heard like any of his. I don't know if he has stuff. He probably does, but but I I um I follow him on on Facebook. He he walks around L.A. with a little J, JBL um uh speaker, okay. and he walks up to people and introduces himself. And he's like, "You mind if I do a little freestyle?" And and he um so he. Like he, he tells them, give me, give me a few words. And they give him the words, like three or four words. And he starts rapping about it, about those three words. Yes. And he hits, he hits each word. Right. And then, and then after, after he's done hitting the words, he starts um, picking out people talking about their shirts, um, talking about people going, Oh snap, you know, like doing all kinds of things. He's so dope, man. You got, you really got to check him out. So he, yeah, he's original with it because that's what we used to. That's how you used to showcase freestyling, right? Was bringing up as many things in your environment, your your current environment that you were rapping in, yeah, and being able to incorporate that in your lyrics, right? He's that's, so that's nasty, the way it should be. really. And and the thing is, he's actually making it sound good. Like some people free, and I'm not saying this is, you know, I'm not putting down anybody, but. Cause, Cause, I can't do it. Some people freestyle and they can't really connect everything, but they still rhyme it. You know, they still rhyme, and yeah. that's and that's cool. Cause not everybody's at that level. Like right. I, I couldn't do it. It is what it is. But he's like so, he's so good at it, man. You would, like, if if you were listening to it like on a on a radio, you would think he he wasn't freestyling. You would think yeah. it was a song because of the way he just flows and he does different cadences and he'll start rapping fast. I'm like, damn, this dude is good, man. He probably has a yeah, map like that, that he goes That's... by in his head. Yeah, I mean, so I think this this is what I, I used to do, to be honest. Like, especially, you know, as a rapper and memorize them and mm -hmm. then figure out how to incorporate to them, them into an actual freestyle. So that I'm okay right, with right, right, because right. it's hard to come up with metaphors on the spot. 
um, mm-hmm. it's damn near impossible. So like even for Jay Z with right. his punchlines, I guarantee you he's got them like stashed away somewhere. In oh his yeah, brain oh yeah, or whatever. Definitely, definitely. Um, because that's also the curse of being a rapper, though. Is you know even my girl sometimes she doesn't understand my mind just goes elsewhere and i'm listening to nobody because i'm constantly trying to make words rhyme still to this day right. i don't even rap right. like that no more yeah um it's still in you though but man. yeah it, it always still, will be still, and, and it's a condition you condition yourself for that yeah it's well even i mean even as a kid before i was a rapper so i have this really weird i don't know if it's like a mental condition or whatever but um in order for me to like learn how to read um mm-hmm. Cause I had trouble in the beginning and I started realizing that the way I saw words was almost like an EKG. Mm-hmm. Um, and the EKG would go up when there was a, a, a syllable break. So mm-hmm. I see words in syllables and movements. So like if you, you were have, to write a word on the screen, or if you, you have a rhythm. Yeah. It's so weird. It was like, it's like, so if you were to tell me a word right now, if I were to close my eyes, I would see that word broken up on different Mm -hmm. levels by the syllable. So yeah, my girl, she, she runs the gambit sometimes and she'll be like, she'll just say a word and I'll just say the syllables. So it's, it's a, it's a weird, at first it was kind of a, a hindrance, Mm -hmm. but then when I learned how to, you know, deal with it and, and use it to my own advantage. That's what made me so capable of rapping. Mm. Yeah. Cause it's all, it's all cadences and putting stuff together. Yeah. Damn. It's, that's dope. But I, I think that's any natural artist. Like I know a R and B singer who sees music notes and colors. Damn. I don't know how to explain that. He explained <laughs> it to me and I still don't fully understand, but it's some people just see things differently. Right, 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 right. I mean, I know I, I I see things like in in stanzas, you know, because um, I'm always thinking about writing something. So I'm writing like one line, and the second line has something to do with the first line, and but it's it's under it because I'm gonna sing it. I'm gonna sing it differently, but it's really it's really one line. But it, I split it into like two or three lines because I'm gonna sing it differently, and that's kind of like my reminder to to sing it a certain way. I don't know. I think we all have some some something like that. I think every true artist probably does have what leading scientists would deem like some sort of mental disability to everybody else, <laughs> but it's what makes them original. What yeah. it's what yeah. makes them capable to do art. I think anybody who's an artist can agree that you have to be, you know, outside of you the gotta, box and kind of Yeah, you got to you got to be a little weird. Yeah, you got to be marching to the beat of your own drum. <laughs> right in order to be an artist. Cause if you, yep. if you talk to people who aren't ask them to be artistic about anything and they can't, and right. that's fine. Other people are good at other things. Yeah. I think everybody has a, has an artistic side though. Some yeah. people are better at it than others, but I think everybody does. It's, it's just a matter of tapping into it and finding the one that, that, that clicks with you. Uh, unless you're a, a, a modern day liberal, you don't have any thoughts of your own. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a jab. You had to go there, right? You had to. You just had to. Yeah. <laughs> you had to slide that one in there. Had to go, man. There's it's a lot like, of people. There's a lot of people that don't have thoughts of their own nowadays. Yeah, I think that's a generational thing, to be honest. Yep. 
and uh, Joe Biden just doesn't have thoughts. <laughs> oh, he he's got thoughts. Ooh, no one. Sorry, he's got thoughts. It's a it's a eagle about kids. Right, it's disgusting. Exactly. Joe, stop touching kids, man. <laughs> it's not appropriate. You are you are the, oh, the soon to be possibly president of the United States. Stop touching kids. Sorry. Listen, Sorry. he apologized for it, so it makes it so it makes it okay. Don't you know that? Oh, oh yeah, it's cool. yeah, it, it's yeah. He, yeah, he apologized. It's cool so he apologized cool. for it. it. it it's border <laughs> under the bridge. Don't you don't you realize that? Why are you still bringing it up? <laughs> I just, but you know it, what? Here, not to get political, but I just got to say this: like, if you're uh-huh. If you if you hate Donald Trump because he's a quote unquote racist, it doesn't make it better to vote for the pedophile. Vote right. independent. Right. Like start. That's another thing America really needs to get a grip of. You guys, everybody hates the 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 two can't. I, I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, we're stuck with one or the other." Not really. Right. Start voting for the independent guy. Run yeah. for president yourself if you think you do it. I you know what it is, though. ourselves in to the it's, blue and it's, red. It's because the media only puts out two of them. You know, they don't really, they don't really uh, broadcast the independent. You know what? Which the is, media made that catch me outside girl famous. I think we need to disband yeah, the no media kidding. altogether. No kidding. And and um, you know, I think the last independent we had was I think was was Ross Perot. Yeah, he's actually and, the and, last one that actually stood yeah. a chance. Right, but he ended up splitting the vote. Yeah, that's that's really what ended up happening. Um, but that that that's about it. And you're right; he's the last one that had a shot. There's been independence. I mean, you when you go down the line, there's like what Green Party and um, um, Mothers Against Drunk Driving Party. There's all these weird, <laughs> all these weird parties that are there that nobody knows. You know, yeah. nobody knows who these people are because they're not being. Um, Media doesn't put them out there. Yeah, well, when you factor in that every major media outlet in America is owned by the same few people, mm-hmm. that's a little alarming. Right. It's it's that's why I think I have a love hate relationship with uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate it because you know it makes people who aren't tough enough to speak in public their own mind um, Mm -hmm. have a mouth and um, I feel I believe that if you my thing is this if I won't say it to your face I won't say it at all right there's no point that that would just make me that make me a pansy I'm not doing that (laughs) but there are too many people that feel safe behind their keyboard now right having opinions that aren't even their own Keyboard warriors. And it's yeah, keyboard, yeah, keyboard commandos. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the great side of it is is that once we get all these fact checking, notice okay, notice with fact checks, they don't ever tell you where they 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 got their info from. They just go, oh no, this is wrong. We fact checked right. it. Right, 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 right. They don't ever tell you what their source is because there right. is no fact check. They just don't like what you said. Once we get past that censorship. Uh, social media can change the way we hear about things. Yeah, but I mean, 
that fact checking just started. Yeah. You know, within well, the last within the last year or two, it just started. Um, before that, people were able to say whatever they wanted on, on social media. So there wasn't really any censorship on there. It's just I think I think Trump winning kind of set everything off. Yeah. I think well, it kind of set everything off. It's a sad day when uh just because you don't like what somebody says, um, it's up for debate whether or not legal action should be taken. I'm I'm a firm believer in the First Amendment. That's why I said earlier, I hate racism, but it's your right. Right. If you want to be a dumbass, that's your right. Yes. So as long as it doesn't affect day. me or anybody else. You know, you can be racist in your in your own home. Don't don't bring it out to the public. I, I feel like. Well, I mean, even if you do, like, here's my thing about it. Yes, I, I want you to bring it out to the public. Why? So the public can eat you alive on it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, enter at your own risk. Um, but the problem is the public now is a generation that doesn't know how to defend itself. Mm. You know, one of the things I learned, though, too, was I've met racist people before. You know, when we start labeling everything as racist, and nothing's racist from the actual issue. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? If, like, if everything's racist, nothing's racist, right? Right. So I don't I don't believe in closet racists because I've met racist people before and they're proud of that shit. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can tell them. But I actually had somebody tell me that because of the color of my skin, um, I'm preconditioned to be racist. I'm mm. like, well, that's a racist statement within itself. Right. Right. And, but you, uh, you can't say that, though. No, I can't say that. But <laughs> You can't you know, say it's a racist statement in itself. Yeah. Hate crime. <laughs> Um, but look at like, if I'm a racist, I'm a terrible racist. If you look (laughs) at my friends list, I got very few white friends, right? You're doing a bad job. I was raised by black people. I got two half brothers that are Mexican. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and let's be honest. Italians weren't the favored immigrants at the time they came either. So it's, it's like, we're not going to end stupidity. It's 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 never going to go away. Stop trying to censor it. It's just because right. if you censor one thing, you got to censor everything, and that's what's gotta happening right everything. now. Gotta censor everything. You're right. It like, like if I say if I tell my friend or my brother like, "Hey, you're acting like half a fag." That's offense. <laughs> I can't say that anymore, right? <laughs> but but that was now, that was in so many movies back in the day too you could say that whenever you wanted yeah it was it was so but here's the funny thing i know gay people that are absolutely not offended by that they use the word right right and it's like right. it's it's really it's a uh, angry liberal <laughs> white girls with purple hair that are so mad. now so now i'm trying to get a, a gauge how what what like how how you feel so okay so back in the day you know when when something was whack we used to say that's mad gay right yeah i mean that that's it, it is what it is we all we all know that that we all used to use it you know i'm not saying any, anything um that it was wrong to say it or that it was right to say it but we did used to say it back in the day if someone was yeah. corny we say yo that's mad gay um and it had nothing to do with your your sexual preference we we just said it was gay right so, 
So here, here's the thing. Here, here's how I feel. If I'm around someone that um, is offended by it, I I would appreciate, and, and I don't really say that anymore anyways, but you know that was more of a 90s, 80s thing. But um, if somebody was offended by it, I would feel better if they came and said, Yo, aunt, um, can you do me a favor and just tone down on that word? Can you not say it? I would respect that. Right. You know, I'm like, you know what? Cool. I'm cool with that. Don't take away my right to say it, you know, because, you know, we got to be, we're all human. We got to be nice to each other. You know what I'm saying? So if it does offend you, you come tell me in a nice way, you know, um, can you tone down? You know, it, it really offends me when you say something. I bet I won't say it no more. That's fine. That's cool with me. I'm hunky dory. I will never say it in front of you again. But don't take away my right to say it over here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um. But like I said, I don't say it anymore. But but it, it, I mean, it, it was big back then. I mean, I, I I agree to an extent. I also disagree a little bit, and here's why. Um, if you don't like it, you leave. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying it to be a dick. It's just everybody says stuff that people don't like, period. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear stuff you don't like every single day. Mm -hmm. um, for example, um, because I don't vote for Joe Biden, um, I'm a racist, apparently. OK, mm -hmm. right. again, I'm not a very good one, but <laughs> apparently I am. Right. The fact that you're that this person or whoever or a group of people is calling me racist. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. If that's what you want to think, if that's your scapegoat, you can call me whatever you want. I know me. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's it's just as if it's a if you're offended by a word or a title or whatever. You should be real careful about who you call a racist, because that's an offensive term in itself for somebody. Racist. So right. with me, I right. just learned to not be offended. What, what did our what did our grandparents tell us growing up? Sticks and stones. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and I kind of live by that. Now, I don't go around. I think people need to learn how to when to have some class and when not to say certain things. I don't go around cussing in front of kids or or um, sure. saying words that they don't that they shouldn't hear um, in work, public work, or at the workplace. Yeah, it's just there's <laughs> certain places to have class. But um, I don't like the the avenue that all these sensitive kids have nowadays. That if they're in the area, you gotta watch your every word, right? Because you can't even say fat no more. <laughs> I say I'm fat all the time. But yeah, you know, and this that's <laughs> the thing though. Like, there's whole organizations now that are are like uh, word police mm -hmm. over everything. Um, you know, the word retarded used to be a medical term, right? You know what I mean? Now that's now uh, mentally challenges offense. And that was the politically yeah. correct way to say it for a while. Um, it's it, I just feel like it's a double standard. There's just too many. If if there's going to be double standards, wipe the whole shit away. Like nobody should be offended by anything. I'm, I'm more offended. Uh, I'm more offended that if, if you want to get violent and crazy over uh, a difference in opinion. I think yeah. that's more offensive than a word. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'll, I'll have a debate with you. I don't mind debating, but I'm not going to argue with you. I'm all set. Yeah. You know, I, I, like, I don't mind a difference 
if you have a different opinion than me, cool. That's what makes us human. We're all different. You know, if you have a different opinion, yeah. that's cool. Don't don't attack me because I have a different opinion. You yeah, know, don't put absolutes on it either. Like I don't think right. that like, right. right now my I, I don't like the beliefs of liberals, and that's not mm -hmm. because I'm a I'm a, I'm a registered independent. You can't call me a Republican, so, but so am I. So am I. <laughs> I don't like the uh, I don't like the way they act right now. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to hate somebody because they believe differently than I do. Right. I don't believe in gun control. You do. Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it is yeah, what it, it is, and it's cool. You can have your beliefs, and I can have mine, and 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 we can still be friends. Yeah, that's it. But. And then you can draw that your own personal lines. For example, like I said, I've met racists, lots of them, and mm -hmm. they are proud to be racist. Oh, I'm yeah. Not friends with they any put of them. It out there. I don't want to be friends with there. somebody like that. I feel you. So what what were your favorite cartoons growing up Saturday mornings? Ooh. <laughs> Let's take a Talk left turn and make up. and make this light. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's lighten this up a little bit. Well, you know what? Not not, not Saturday morning. Just favorite cartoons. Period. When you were younger. Uh, so Looney Tunes was, yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> I miss Looney Tunes. Cartoons aren't the same no more. If you go, um, if you have, um, I don't know if you have HBO Max. They got the whole catalog of Looney Tunes. Oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Got to say um, right, and and they and they remastered them and everything. Corny Space Jam was I love that movie too. I didn't like Space Jam, man. But man, I, I love like... Michael Jordan and I love Bugs Bunny, and them two together was Listen, like. Man, I'm a Nick fan. I'm all set. Ooh yeah, I hated Michael Jordan. I love. You know what? I see. I love Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing was. Ugh, love Patrick Ewing. Poor guy was injury plagued, but yeah, he was. Um, I love I love the I love the nineties basketball scene in general. You're talking about you had like Muggsy Bogues, yeah, Charles man. It, Barkley. it was rough back then, man. It was physical. Yeah. Very it wasn't, physical. Right now it's like one team dominates. Wherever LeBron's at, they dominate, right? Right, right. Back right. then it was like you didn't know that Jordan was gonna win another championship every year. Right. He had somebody standing in his way all the time. Like yep. the last one against the Jazz, it looked like they were gonna come out with it. Yeah, hell yeah, it did. But yeah, like it, as far as cartoons go, I'm still a, a. Maybe that's why I'm so offensive. South Park is my favorite one now. <laughs> okay, and that's okay, and 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 that goes into my personal beliefs. I don't take anything too serious. I does that, wait, wait, everything. wait. Does does that count as a as a cartoon when you were younger? Was that out? Uh, it came out when I was like just breaking into my teens oh i guess i guess that will count i don't know if that will count but other like as as a kid so as it's weird give though, you as an 80s baby though dude because as an 80s baby we loved like when ninja turtles the movie came out mm -hmm. we liked realistic type stuff i love so, ninja turtles when they came out kid, like it's different now because back then the stuff we were into is not appropriate for kids today. Like, remember when Terminator came out? Kids yeah. love that movie. You right, know, right, Robocop. Right. Kids love right. that movie. Oh, my God. Um, Robocop and, was so good. Robocop 2 Labyrinth, was good, too. Labyrinth taught us to, uh, 
never let creepy guys talk yeah. us into doing anything. Right. You know I mean? Don't trust David Bowie. Is what Don't trust David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I learned. Never trust right? David Bowie. Rest in peace, yeah, David, I was more David of a, Bowie. A Star Wars Ninja Turtles nerd. Okay. Back to the Future stuff like that. Oh, and Top Gun. Top Gun. Oh man. Dude, my grandmother had to buy that tape. I had the VHS. Yeah, with the Pepsi commercial in the at the front of it. With the I love Top Gun, man. Yeah, 80s movies. I just love so many of those different. I used to watch it twice a day as a four-year-old. Looking back now, I'm like, okay, that graphic sex scene that was in there. A four-year-old probably should be watching that, but. No, my grandfather was a, a naval aviator as well. So mm. for the first couple of years of my life, I lived on base. And I oh, thought wow. that's what I was going to do with my life because I lived right, with right, my right. grandparents. Sure. So my goal was to be Maverick one day, even on base. <laughs> yeah. All the all the pilots and, and Rios and everything on base. I'm walking around. They would be like, hey, what's up, Pete? What's up, Maverick? They would be calling me That because that's, my nickname. Cause that's oh, who that's I wanted cool. to be. Right, right, right. But uh, I love I love Back to the Future. Um, Classic. How how would you rank the Back to the Futures? Ooh. Like the uh, sequels and stuff. Uh, and I, probably in their order. Because nah, I, not not me. I go one, three, two. You like the third better than the second? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, the second was just a filler to me. Second because I is another one of those corny eighty. I loved the way they thought the future would be in the 80s mm-hmm. yeah 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 right, but i right. like that uh but my favorite part ironically is that when they go back into the alternate reality and it's like a post-apocalyptic biff world like that was cool yeah 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 that, that was cool but not maybe maybe because i like westerns in general too so it was like it was like two things mashing up back to the future and western What's your favorite Western? My favorite Western? Damn, you bastard. Um, I like a lot of them. I like a lot of them. Um, Forgive me if I don't shake hands. <laughs> Tombstone, man. I, I believe you're not wearing a bustle. <laughs> I do that's, believe you're not wearing a bustle. That's... <laughs> To that I movie, love Tombstone, so man. So good. I'm your Huckleberry. That's the best. You know what? You got that on your soundboard? No, nah, that was me. Oh, that was you. Do it again. That sounded good because you, you you actually froze, so I couldn't see what you were doing, but I heard you. Forgive me if I don't shake hands. Oh my god, that's, that's that is like surreal. If I close my eyes, I would think, okay, how long did it take you to get that? Because I feel like you practiced that. Uh, no, honestly, I've always been pretty good at uh, impressions. And okay, they say that when you're a kid who grew up in, like, traumatic experiences that you, like, you know, one thing happening after another, um, you learn to observe people mm-hmm. within, like, a split second. So... Mm. I've always been pretty good at uh, there's some that I just can't do because I don't have the vocal range for it, mm-hmm. but um, I'm pretty good at, I could, I could listen to somebody for a minute and, and probably do an impersonation of them. That's dope. 
let me give you my my best impersonation. This is this is my go-to, and this is the only one I got in my arsenal, and it's probably not even that great. But all right, you ready for this? <laughs> Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. When I was that broke, man, I couldn't touch it. That was awesome. That's all I got. <laughs> I can't I can't go further than that. When I was that broke, man, I couldn't picture this 50-inch screen, money green leather sofa. Got two rides, a limousine with a chauffeur. I'll be right back. Stay right there. Keep talking. Phone bill about two G's flat. Yeah, man. Notorious B.I.G. There you are, Zog. Thought you went away for a minute. Um, Yeah, so what's your top Western? Darth Zog. He ain't giving me one. Yeah, Tombstone, definitely my favorite. A lot of people say, I do like Young Guns, though. Young Guns had the better soundtrack. Won't it? Sorry, I can't do. I tried to do Bon Jovi and sounded like Nickelback. Unforgiven. Nice. You haven't. <laughs> oh, Unforgiven was good. Yeah. That was a good. Did one. you like Young Guns? Yes. Yeah, I was I just did. saying that. I'm like, Young Guns had the better soundtrack with Bon Jovi, and then I tried to mm-hmm. sing Bon Nickelback, who I can't stand, <laughs> by the way. Oh man! Your Nickelback and Creed sound the exact same to me. It's always like that. Look at that this weird... photograph. Like that grunge, it's right? Down from here on the power and the glory. <laughs> Unforgiven was a long ass movie, though. I like um, um, I like Silverado. Okay. You ever seen that one? Yep. That one was good. I liked um. Come on, I like Blazing Saddles. Come on, you got like Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah, classic. <laughs> I th- I think Blazing Saddles didn't that was that the one that beat out Star Wars for? No, that was uh. I don't know. I'll look into it. Um, what was the John Wayne movie where the little kid is fishing and uh, he walks was... up to him? He's like, "You should go on the other side of the river." And the kid was like, "I can't." John Wayne was like, why not? He goes, well, I can't swim. And he picks the kid up and throws him in the <laughs> in the pond. The I mom comes you... running out like, well, what would you do? He's like, he's got to learn someday. <laughs> was that the one that was a remake? The one with... Uh... Nah, it was a classic like John Wayne movie. I got to mm. send you that video because it's it's literally how I feel about kids today. That's what we need to do. Just throw them in the water. <laughs> Just throw them, in, throw them in the pool. He'll learn how to swim. You know? <laughs> with life that's a good life metaphor right there right exactly damn i'm trying to think of uh three three ten to yuma was good mm. uh i like so here's the thing i like westerns and, and post-apocalyptic stuff so like I, I like mad max i like uh i am legend i like Escape from new york yeah man Yep, yep. Um, damn, I was gonna say something else. I totally forgot. Uh, 
um, the Book of Eli was good. Mm. That was good. Um, I even like Waterworld, even though it was corny. It still had that that post apocalyptic element to it. That was back when uh, Kevin Costner was just crushing it and yeah. could do whatever he wanted. I, yep. I liked Waterworld. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it, but a lot of people say that that kind of killed him. He's doing good again. I guess he got a real successful show out now. Yeah, that mm-hmm. uh, it's on Paramount. Um, uh, Yellowstone. Uh, Yellowstone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like him though. I like him. He's he's in a movie on um Netflix too with uh with, with Woody Harrelson. Highwaymen. That was good. I've never seen it. I got to check it out. Yeah, did it, you, was, it was good. Did you ever see the Robin Hood with him in it? Yes, I kind of liked that one that. though. I kind of liked it. That movie was huge back, back then. <laughs> the only thing uh, I like about it is that he his I, accent to, was going honestly, in and out. Honestly, I think it's yeah. Uh, a lot of people had a problem with that. I heard. Um, <laughs> I liked. Uh, I t- I think to this day it might be my favorite interpretation of robin hood because i haven't really seen one that wasn't so derivative there haven't been any good ones yeah there really have um, not been any good ones what the about one with, uh, um go ahead go ahead you remember big trouble in little china absolutely classic you want to know absolutely. you want to hear something blasphemous jack burton the rock you, is remaking that movie is he with 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 who kevin hart no you want to hear so talk about classics and it is the holiday season Scrooge with Bill Murray Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart's Uh, remaking that is he? yeah leave my movies alone for real (laughs) you know what you want what what I always wanted what I was campaigning for it didn't go anywhere but I was campaigning for it I thought yeah yeah three men and a little baby right Oh, with well, Tom well, I mean, Selleck. I'm sorry, three three men and a baby. Sorry. Yeah. The Rock. Well, there was a sequel called Three Men and a Little Lady. Yeah, yeah. I I, I yeah. just mashed them both together just now. Yeah. So The Rock, Kevin Hart, and Zac Efron. I feel like that would work. That would be. That you know that might actually. Right. I think it would be good. Um, you, you, but you know, I would. You know who I might throw into that mix uh, over The Rock. Would be uh, I, I just I don't really like Billy the Rock, Bob. I think Billy um, Bob Thornton. <laughs> nah, I would put in uh, Mark Wahlberg. I think Mark Wahlberg is hilarious trying to be that that softy. Yeah, but he's he's kind of one note though. Well, I guess I guess so is Kevin Hart. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I just I think he's hilarious. Like when he did that uh, that Will Ferrell stepdad. Him trying to like, yeah, he's he was he's, with, he's good. And <laughs> he is good. I he is good. After, I, I, I like so him in comedies. Our little girl, you know, as any little three year old would, loves Frozen, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, I ended up having to watch it at one point. And or yeah, yeah, right. At one movie. at one point, my ass. You've probably seen that movie about hundred and fifty times. I, when I was talking <laughs> about one point, I meant the whole year. Oh, got um, it. <laughs> but I remember the the first time seeing it, and then I saw that movie where he said he's like, "Wow, I, like I, I can't believe this is happening." He's all shocked. It was it was <laughs> he's all into it. That was just hilarious to me. Have you ever seen the you second know, one? Mark Wahlberg, 
Mark Wahlberg, like, talk about a guy that, you know, rappers wish they could be. Everybody wants to make fun of Marky Mark, but that dude's got, like, 67 violent felonies. He's probably oh, yeah. the most oh, yeah. realist gangster rapper there ever was. Yep. yep. His, his brother, uh, too, Donnie. His brother's yeah. right in there, too. And he yep. was a new kid on the block. Yeah. No, who would have knew? You know what I mean? Those guys were crazy, man. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they still got it in them because it never leaves you. Wait, they're from Southie. And yeah. You're in Connecticut. You know about Southie out in Connecticut, man. I mean, do I? I don't know about that. Not in, in, uh, not in Connecticut. I mean, Massachusetts. Connecticut's right there. Yeah, South yeah, yeah. Boston is, is, they say, one of the roughest neighborhoods in America. Especially back then when they were growing up. Yeah, I don't I don't buy the roughest neighborhoods in America currently because the roughest neighborhood in America nowadays is like probably the best one in the 80s. Right. It's right. It's a different ball game. Like we would all live there in the 80s yeah. if we if we could. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, we would move to to Detroit and and pray <laughs> no, for I better think, times. No, I think I think Detroit was probably pretty bad back then too. Now, Detroit, not only is Detroit island, it is also a show. Like Right. It, it's 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 dirty. I do respect the people from Detroit though. They they're very mm -hmm. strong willed people and I really hope that that city pulls out one day and and uh never procreates again. Said. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, it's it's that that would be a cool reboot. Cuz you mm -hmm. like that's something you can reboot because those are things you can you can update with the times. Certain movies you just right. can't. And um, you have to. I feel like if they did the reboot, they gotta have that cardboard cutout that was that was in the background. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was like a cardboard cutout of that guy. Everybody said it was a ghost. Yeah. They they gotta put that in the movie, right? They gotta put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> they just have to. Yeah, absolutely. If, if if they ever did it, I don't think they're ever gonna do it though. They probably would have done it by take now. A movie like like Scrooged and outdo Bill Murray. Right. You can't do the ghost of Christmas past any differently. Cause that dude was just a character in itself. You can't mm -hmm. do big trouble in little China without Kurt Russell. Right. Um, now if they were to make a sequel to big trouble, I might watch it. But well, it, it would have to, it would have to have, 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 to Kurt, have Russell. Kurt Russell in it. Yeah. You wouldn't you be able realize to realize how cool that movie was when I was a kid. You got to remember I was living in San Francisco. Oh, and yeah, that that's was true. the setting of the movie. So as a little that's kid true. with a big imagination, you're thinking there's some evil Chinese demon underworld mm -hmm. in the sewers. That was a pretty cool thought. Remember that? What do you... Remember they were they were fighting, their warriors were fighting? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were using their fingers like controls. Yeah, yeah. Controllers. I that forgot was cool. about that, yeah. <laughs> that movie was so good. So stupid, though. You watch it now, you're like, why did I like this? And then after it's done, you're like, oh yeah, that's why I liked it. Yeah, it's a lot of that. A lot in the 80s was very cool. But you know what still holds up? Because I brought it up earlier was Ninja Turtle movie, or the first Ninja Turtles yeah. movie. Um, yep, yep. That thing was it, it so looked, well done. It looked good. The, the, uh, the, the, the puppeteering looked good. And I heard they did it on less than $5 million. It was an independent production. Yeah, it was cheap. And Corey Feldman was one of the turtles. That was cool. Yeah, one of, the, one of the voices. One of the voices, anyways. Donatello, my namesake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Mikey from Goonies. 
No, not Mikey. Mouth. Mouth from Goonies. Yeah. And a uh, dude from Lost Boys. Um, I forget yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some weird name. The, the, the something brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't even look like brothers. Oh, Lost Boys, man. That was another good one. Classic. I'm maggots, mad at Michael. Feldman, though. Maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, good. Dude, I don't know about you. I'm so mad at Corey Feldman right now, though. He did this whole promo on this big reveal. Yeah, the Lost Boys, right? The the uh, they were doing like a like a sequel kind of, right? Oh no, no, no! I saw the sequels; they sucked. Um, oh, no, okay. he earlier this year he put out a documentary where he was supposedly going to be revealing all these huge names in Hollywood that were pedophiles, right? Oh, He's okay, like, okay, yeah. And he was pumping it like so hard, like it was somebody that actually mattered that he had mm-hmm. never brought up before. Now. Mm-hmm. The way he was talking, you were thinking he was going to come out and say Tom Cruise or something, you know? <laughs> right. And he Tom was Hanks. pumping it like that. Tom Hanks, that would be even worse. Uh, I feel it like it wouldn't be surprising, though. But Yeah, but Tom Hanks is an angel uh, to me, man. Um, dude, it, I, was, I was thinking Tom Hanks because he'd been in a movie with Tom Hanks. So I was like, oh, this is going to get <laughs> crazy. He does this whole thing. He goes, yeah, and this person is so powerful, I worry about my life after this. I'm like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Then I started thinking, like, who the hell is this? So right, he right, right. puts out the documentary, and you can only watch it on his website. Okay. Then you have to pay for it on his website. Oh yeah, okay. I, you know I didn't. I, I I found an illegal way to stream that, <laughs> sure. and I'm glad I did because I allegedly been mad allegedly he found an illegal way. What's that? I said allegedly you found an illegal way to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was. Honestly, I don't think it, you could even call it what he was doing. It was just so corny. He comes out and goes, it was Charlie Sheen. But what if anybody had <laughs> followed that whole thing before, he mm-hmm. already talked about Charlie Sheen like 80 times and Charlie Sheen denied it. Mm. Um, so he sold it as there was going to be some big reveal and somebody that he never brought up. And it ends up being Charlie Sheen. Right. And I mean, not not for nothing, but nobody cares if it's Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Thank you. Nobody's <laughs> surprised by what Charlie Sheen does. Exactly. Anymore. Like, okay, that's news. That's not news. Dude could come out tomorrow and be like, so this whole time I've been Lucifer, son of the morning, Satan. <laughs> yeah, we'd be and like, be like eh. <laughs> I think it as much. We both had the same reaction. You know? <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah, Corey Feldman. Bad move. Bad move. That's dumb. Come on, hey. Donatello. You said you have HBO Max, right? Yeah. Did you see one Wonder Woman's gonna be on there December something? No, no, November twenty fourth or something like that. Honestly, bro, I don't. I'm not a big fan of comic book movies. My only, my only comic book guy that I like is uh, Batman, and it has to be Michael Keaton, because mm-hmm. um, that is Batman to me. I'm actually really excited because I heard he was making a comeback. Yeah, he's gonna be an old the old Batman in the next movie or something like that. But I am excited to see this Robert Pattinson one. I am that too. That trailer looked dope. I think he's gonna be good. I think he's gonna oh, be real yeah. good. So my he's a my good uh, this uh, Secret Labs chair right here. Oh, you can't really see it. So I got a gaming chair, and where is it? Right here is the Batman logo. I got the I got the Dark Knight edition. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's on the back too. It's so dope. Bat- Batman is my number one. I like Me and my Christian brother Bale. always. 
I didn't like but him. He, I liked him in the beginning, and then he started getting ridiculous. But he's Bateman to me, not Batman. That is Patrick <laughs> Bateman. American yeah. Psycho, ladies and gentlemen. Right, 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 right. Or The Machinist. He was good in that. Oh, that was a trippy movie. Yeah, man. He was like 10 pounds in that. Yeah. But I, um, Bat Batman is my number one. that much weight. Yes. Yes, they could. <laughs> yeah, they could. They could pay me to lose that, that much weight. Uh, I don't know, man. And then he had that, like, right be, after well, that yeah, movie. Make him really good. He he did Batman right after that movie, so he had to bulk right back up. That's that's dangerous to go from that small yeah. and bulk up like that. That's so fucking dangerous. But um, yeah, Batman's my number one. My my brother he loves Superman, so we always we always go go at each other. And um, Zog loves like, Superman too. That's his guy. <laughs> you said Zod. Oh, yeah, right over here, uh, Zog. Yeah, yeah. My he, uh, my brother always go at it, man. I'm like, listen, man. You can't compete with Batman. Batman has the better villains, the better story. You know, it's just good. It's dark. It's gritty. It's grimy. That's you know, he's not. He he's not. He's not a superhero. He's just a hero, man. He's a vigilante. Does what What's he wants. What's your favorite uh, Batman movie so far? Favorite Batman movie? Um, be you mean besides Batman? <laughs> The, yeah. the the original is that your favorite? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, I love that yeah. one. So this is weird. I love that one too, but I actually um, is there was some real cheesiness in it. I actually love Batman Returns more because was that the um, second one? Yeah, I liked okay. the, that depiction of Catwoman was just so dope. Yo, you just like Michelle Pfeiffer. That's what it is. And you know I what? and Honestly, and, and I'm, I'm not mad at you for that. Honestly, now, I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, I was a little kid with an unhealthy crush. But <laughs> looking back, they haven't depicted Catwoman in a good way since. No. I think um, Zoe's going to be good. Oh, yeah. Zoe, I'm excited to see. She's a good actress. Yeah, I, I love her. Man. I got a crush on her. But, uh, yeah, she's she's gorgeous. Um, but uh, I liked the... I just like the tone, that gothic Christmas tone yeah. of that movie was dope. And Danny DeVito was dope as the penguin. Yeah, he was a little bit over the top. But um, who who else could you even get to, to play that part? He's shaped like the penguin yeah. already. And he's yeah. short like the penguin. Like yeah. And the, mm -hmm. the soundtrack, Danny Elfman. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then you get into... I. It was such a hard thing watching it transition into... Uh, the Joel Schumacher, yeah, neon everything. You know what uh, happened? It it turned into the TV show Batman. That's yeah, what happened. But like at a rave, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? But, I thought Robin was so corny. I liked uh, uh, I, I liked Tim uh, Tim Burton's idea for Robin. He was going to make him a black guy. He was going to have uh, Marlon Wayans play him. Was he? Yeah. Oh, uh, wrong wrong black guy. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Marlon Wayans in, in a in a serious role, but I would like to give him that. I would give him the opportunity over Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Who literally just looked like they took a makeshift uh, uh, like machine to pump out a Robin from the original uh, right, TV right, series. Right. Now, um, was that was was that Returns? Robin was in Returns? No, nah, he was in uh, okay. the Val Kilmer joint, uh, yeah. Batman Forever. Which one? Which which Batman had nipples? Was that George Clooney? That was uh Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. 
Why would they put nipples? That was Joel Batman? Schumacher's Batman. Okay. Ugh, so, so dumb. The only thing I liked about Joel Schumacher's uh, Batman was his choice in the female lead because Nicole Kidman was just smoking hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked the uh, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I liked him too. I liked him um, too. And to be honest, Val Kilmer wasn't a terrible Batman. It's just I wasn't happy that Michael Keaton wasn't in the role anymore. And Michael Keaton actually left that role because he saw it getting too corny. Mm. They fired Tim Burton because he was too dark. Mm-hmm. And then uh, still had Michael Keaton. He read the script. The, there was like 15 rewrites of the script. He was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and nobody thought Michael Keaton was going to do a good job either. No, that's he, the, he just went in there and nailed it. So that's that's the argument I say when people like when people were mad that Ben Affleck came in. I wasn't. I like Ben Affleck. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad though. I knew he wouldn't be. Yeah, but I didn't. The, the great thing about Ben Affleck is he's a comic book nerd. He's got love for the character. Mm-hmm. Right. I like right, that. Right, right. Right. They're saying the same thing about Robert Pattinson, but it's like you guys. I mean, you gotta understand. They said that about Michael uh, Michael Keaton, who was a comedic actor. Right. At the time, and he crushed. He's still to this day that is Batman. To me. Yeah, exactly. He they said the same thing about Heath Ledger with with the Joker, and he oh. he freak, he got an Academy Award. I to be honest, I was not even remotely interested in the the Chris Nolan series mm-hmm. until I saw him play Joker, and yeah. that was the highlight of it for me. All right, so who's the better Joker? Ooh, don't do that. And I and and, I, and I'm counting the new one too. Joaquin Phoenix. Jared Leto? No, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, you know, okay. He He fucking, oh my God. I mean, they're all different Jokers, but. So that was a a great movie. It just wasn't, I don't want to see that Joker tied into the the Batman series. Right, right. I agree, I agree. But that was just, fuck, that was art, man. The Jared Leto one was just, See, this is this is Jared Leto to me. I think Jared. This is my theory. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you know, if you guys have proof of this, please let me know. I really is just Jake Gyllenhaal with his eyes crossed. So get back to me on that <laughs> if there's any proof. Um, with, with his eyes close close but, together, which is ironic because you know Heath Ledger, Jake Gyllenhaal, broke back man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Heath Ledger. I'm, I'm gonna have to go. I here I'm gonna say Heath Ledger, and here's why, um, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. But not a lot of people notice that that dude actually threw in a lot of nuances from Jack Nicholson in mm-hmm. that character. He mm-hmm. paid such good respect and homage to Jack Nicholson's Joker that mm-hmm. he made the perfect Joker. And Nicholson was good too in his own right. Jack Nicholson Nich- is just awesome. Yeah, he is. But um. I don't know. I kind of like Joaquin Phoenix, man. I think he. Uh, the thing is, it was he was the Joker, but not in. He was in Gotham, but he wasn't. He wasn't in the Batman universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was just. He was just the Joker. It was just his, like an origin story. Great movie, was, but I feel like uh, that Joker is just a little bit too feminine to go up against Batman. Just saying. Um, well, he was always a little bit like feminine, though. Even in the comic books, he was he was always like holding his hand. and I don't want to say feminine, more like a clown, you know. He he would hold yeah. like 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 a marionette. You know, he was like his, so, his if you look at the comics, he looks like basically a marionette puppet without the strings. 
I'm going to throw you for another loop here. Um, it's it's a tie between Heath Ledger and and this is obviously a different realm. Mark Hamill because Mark Hamill. Well, he did the Joker. voice. He's dope. Yeah, but that's but that's just the voice though. You, I don't know. I've never really been into video games, but mm-hmm. I played the uh, Arkham series. Yeah, Batman games and Mark Hamill crushed it. Oh yeah, he he definitely crushes it. He's um, he's dope with it. But I'm but I'm so- talking. As yeah, as an yeah, definitely it's Heath Ledger and then Jack Nicholson, and Mm -hmm. I I get what you're saying about uh Phoenix. Um, that was a dope movie in its own right. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. I love psychological thrillers. We got two comic book characters that won the Academy Award. That's you could you couldn't tell me growing up in the '80s. You couldn't tell me that that would happen. I would laugh at you. First of all, I would be I would laugh. Was going to be crushing the. uh, yeah, well, the award show, right? And I would laugh at you if you said that there was gonna there were gonna be comic book movies, you know? Because people, were, the thing yeah. is, you were looked at as a nerd if you like comics, but now the nerds grew up and they made they started making movies. Now it's trendy too to be kind of nerdy, um, right? I like uh, the other. So again, I'm not I wasn't a comic book fan, but the other comic book movies that I liked was the first few X-Men movies. Mm. I was blown away when I saw that first X-Men movie. That yeah, was so dope. I didn't, I didn't really like that. I thought it was corny. That did you see Logan? Yeah. Okay. Okay. How how'd you feel about Logan? I liked it. I love Logan, um, man. I like uh Marine Hold up, you're breaking up. Story. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's, I love uh, Logan. Let me tell you what I'm gonna tell you what they did right about Logan. And this is the same thing that that Marvel does right with their with their movies. They take actual um, um, devices, and so um, 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 Captain America is just it, it's a spy movie. With Captain America in it, you know what I mean. It's not a Captain America movie; right. it's a spy movie. And then you have like Guardians of the Galaxy; it's a space opera with Guardians of the Galaxy in it, you know. And that's how I feel about Logan. Logan was just—it's just like kind of like a western with yeah. Wolverine in it. Yeah, you know, I think that's what they did right. Like, don't don't make your don't make your your movie about that character. Make a. a you know, like a, a genre film and just throw the characters in them. Yeah. Um, speaking of Westerns, though, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about The Mandalorian right now? I love it, man. I love so, it. So, quick question. Did you ever get into, like, the Clone Wars or anything like that? Um, I watched the cartoons. Like, oh, the original hand-drawn? The, the, one, the ones that were um, from, from uh, a few years back. Yeah, was so they're on TV. So originally there was before the the series came out, there was a bunch of shorts that were like actual hand drawn animation, and mm. then they went into like the computer animation, right? Okay. So the other day, so I got real mad at that second episode of this season because it was just a filler mm. episode. Yeah, it nothing was. Nothing happens. You could literally not watch that episode and be all caught up, right? Right. Right. Um, I was iffy about the last season 
just because I feel like they, they're compromising a lot to, to, to appease Disney. But mm-hmm. bringing Boba Fett back, which I don't think they're going to do. I think we saw the last of him. Um, and that kind of pisses me off. But I was just about to be done with it <laughs> because of that second episode. And then mm-hmm. this most recent one. Oh, it's on tonight, by the way, at midnight. Um, oh, yeah, here. Um, oh, it'll be on three o'clock before you. Woohoo! So no, you get it three o'clock. You get it three a.m. on the East Coast. We get it at midnight. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So we'll be watching that at the same time. Um, no, no, I when, won't be watching at three in the morning. <laughs> when uh, what's uh? Oh damn it! Why am I not thinking of her name? Um, Bo Katan. Mm-hmm. She came in like midway through the episode, the Mandalorian chick that was uh, uh Satine's sister, mm-hmm. the girl Obi Wan was in love with, bro. I literally like, okay, I'm back. You got me. You're in. You're in. It was like a boomerang. Yeah. It was literally <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. Like, you pulled me back in. I, got <laughs> I was there. And just then, when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Exactly. A little Al Pacino form. Another classic. <laughs> um, and then she said Ahsoka, who right, is right. by far one of my favorite characters of all time. I almost um, named my daughter Ahsoka. What's that? I almost named my daughter Ahsoka. You got it, bro. I almost did. I almost did. Tell me. Close. Bro, like, I'm not even kidding. You could ask my girl. That's what, if we have a girl, we're naming her Ahsoka. <laughs> I was this close, man. Because all, all, all my kids, their their uh, their first name start with an A. Yeah. So, it, and my, I, I don't know why, but for some reason, my wife was down. I was like, for real? So, yeah. So, it, it changed at the last minute because um, Game of Thrones. So, her, her name is Arya. Nice. That's a good name, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's. Yeah, we yeah, have a girl. It's gonna be Ahsoka Leia. Oh, that's dope. So that's dope. Why? Why is it that uh, Disney does, doesn't put Princess Leia with with the Disney princesses? I don't appreciate that. Um, that would be a good way to get you know little girls into Star Wars. Because here's why, bro. Because fuck Disney. That's why. They're they're, they're <laughs> honestly, bro. If it's it true, though, for, right? Cause she is a Disney princess now. She's not even just a Disney princess, man. If you really look at the history of film, she's the first Mm -hmm. in your face. I'm taking control of the situation without even pushing a feminist agenda. You know, nowadays it's all about, it's not about equality anymore. It's Mm -hmm. literally about who could be madder at who she was (laughs) feminist. She was like huge for a feminist movement when they weren't even talking about it because women didn't get like command the kind of respect she did Mm -hmm. in any other movie. Leia to me is. Oh, man, she's the pinnacle of of what female characters. So if you look at like the Disney, the Disney movies, they forced I mean, any. Mm-hmm. You could say you liked episode seven, whatever, but you cannot tell me that they didn't force Daisy Ridley down our throats. Mm-hmm. Why has this, why did this bitch go through no training? And she's <laughs> just the most badass character. It's it doesn't matter who you're well, telling the story about. The story has to be about the hero's journey. They have to fail. They have to 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 feel backed into a corner. Mm-hmm. They got to feel like they're going to lose. You got to feel like they're going to lose as an audience member, right? Right. right. Didn't right. happen with her. The new Star Wars, the, the the Disney movies, I did not give a shit about one of those new characters. They didn't make yeah. me. 
Well, the, and the one that I was good. semi-excited for, John Boyega, they didn't even give him no screen time. Right. The one, the one that I, the only character I liked in those movies because he was funny was was Poe. Yeah, that was it, and that's because he was funny. He 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 kind of like opened up every all of the movies, didn't he? Did, did, wasn't it on, on him? Yeah, he was like the huh? he was their version of uh, like a Han, a knockoff. Yeah, like an yeah, a Han Solo. Yeah, uh, they could. So that, that that was really the only character I liked. Did you read up about? the what the george lucas sequels would have been like it literally just got released like a week ago no nah, no nah. man would have been dope i'm a george lucas loyalist and mm-hmm. huge fan i love the prequels a lot of people don't like the prequels i love them um mm. i, I just didn't like who they i didn't like who they have playing anakin i i don't like that dude i i look i could tell you I could tell you some things about the prequels that'll make you watch it differently and mm. appreciate it a lot more. I definitely okay. could. So I like the I'm, I like I like the pod racing. Yeah, it was dope. Um, that was dope. But he, here's the thing about I understand everybody hates who they got to play Anakin Skywalker, but really, could anybody else have done better? I mean, you got to remember too, the bar was set pretty high. Leo DiCaprio was the first uh, contender for the role. That's who George Lucas wanted. So, um, and I'm glad they didn't use him because his face is just so familiar now that you can't, I can't associate right, right, it. Right. 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 But, yeah. uh, Anakin. So the, the reason why people like kind of felt Anakin was corny is because he was, you got to remember, mm-hmm. dude, this guy was raised by Jedi, mm-hmm. but he's also in love with a chick. So he's going to have no game. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't raised to have a game. He was literally raised to deal with conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so those scenes are meant for him to seem whiny and corny. But like, think about this. Think of you as a 10-year-old being torn away from your parents and all of a sudden forced to live this monk life, right? Right. You'd right. be pretty... Uh, you will be, be so- socially awkward. Something. Yeah, exactly. But the scene in that I think just seals, like what everybody should watch closer is episode three when Anakin starts to burn. He's on fire, right? Mm-hmm. He nails that. He net like the dude looks like he's in pain. Um, It's it draws so much emotion because not a lot of people think at the depth of what's actually going on. Remember, Jedi, they're not allowed to love and they're not allowed to hate. Mm -hmm. It's all about being compassionate. So saying I hate you to somebody is the worst thing a Jedi could say. Mm. Anakin saying that to Obi-Wan, who he recently said was like a father to him. That was a huge statement. And that was a very sad thing to watch. What was even sadder is that Obi-Wan was a by-the-book Jedi. By the right. book. Right. He believed in the rules, not getting attached to anything. He and comes he got attached back to with, Anakin. Yeah, you were my brother, Anakin. I loved you. And he's like crying as he says it. That scene, like if people would just look at that scene for what it actually is, as opposed to corny dialogue as they think it is, mm-hmm. you got a guy literally that is you're watching him die. Um, because Anakin's dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and he kills himself by saying that, saying, I hate you. And then Obi-Wan coming back with what he said. So deep. I still don't, I still don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't help. I still don't like him. I like, I like, I like, I like those... the clone. I, I like the Clone Wars Anakin better than him. Oh, Clone Wars. Oh man. Clone Wars. Clone, is so clone Wars is 
dope, man. Yeah. And, and and people don't watch it. And I I watched it like all the way through when it was on um because it, it was on Netflix for a long time. The yeah. whole the whole thing. And that's that's when I watched. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit down and watch all of this because it's it's supposed to be canon. So I was like, I gotta watch it. I gotta check it out. Yeah. Um so I, I went through the whole thing probably like in like a week and a half, man. I was just blowing through them. It was awesome. I love that. That's why my daughter was almost named Ahsoka. Because yeah. she was badass in that. Still is. How, you, how do you, you feel about Rosario Dawson? Um, I watched the first season. I haven't I didn't go past that right. yet. First I think I started sucks. the second season. I know I know Ahsoka comes back older. Yeah. Yeah. Was that um, was that in the first season or second season? I think she comes back either at the end of the first season or that was the end of the first season because she opened up a hatch or something. And you yeah. see that it's her. So yeah. I think I watched the second season as well. I haven't watched yeah. past that. It gets pretty Cause I saw, good. Because I saw when when they they thought that she died because she blew up, mm-hmm. I think. And then um, whatever, that the end of that season, that's where I left off. And I think yeah, I watched so the, the first couple of episodes in the next season. That's how I know she didn't die. She gets, uh, she gets a lot of screen time in that. And if you look at... Uh, there's some you finally get to see her and Anakin face off with him as mm. Darth Vader, which is a powerful scene. Um mm. and she's even more badass than that. And mm-hmm. then going because yeah, that was because that was his Padawan, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, like, they yeah, were, yeah. They were stupid close. So yeah. like she knew things about him that you know, she knew about the whole Padme relationship. Right. So um yeah, it's I didn't like it at first, the the Rebel series, and then mm-hmm. I got I got into watching it. I, I understand that that first season is going to have a lot of filler, and mm-hmm. you know, um, I thought it was Disney just failing me again. But I'm going to tell you this: <laughs> the guy that the guy that's in charge of Clone Wars and Rebels and some of the Mandalorian episodes, Dave Filoni, that mm-hmm. should be the guy that's running Lucasfilm right now, not Kathleen Kennedy. Mm. Yeah. Well, think, Favreau. Favreau's doing a good job. Yeah, but Favreau's doing good. But here's the thing. Uh, Dave Filoni was George Lucas's right-hand man for like a good seven to ten years before George Lucas sold Lucasfilm. Got it. Um, he knows everything there is to know about the universe. Mm-hmm. I can, You can really tell when somebody who doesn't know what they're doing is getting their hands on Star Wars because, uh, yeah, look what happened with the sequels. <laughs> but so far all the all the directors that they picked are doing are nailing it. Even, For Mando. Even, yeah, yeah, even even the filler episodes they they're not horrible. You just know that they're filler episodes. Well, yeah. So me and Zog were talking about this the other day. I wouldn't have such a problem with that second episode if the season wasn't only eight episodes long. If we were talking 12 to 15 episodes, right, yeah, 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 yeah. some filler, but you got eight yeah. episodes to tell a story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And I have a feeling we're gonna wait until the last episode to even see Ahsoka's face, and she'll probably appear like she did at the end of Rebels, and that kind of right. pisses me off. Um, so supposedly that that um that chick in the first season, she's they're they're doing like a spinoff. Um, the um the uh I don't I don't know what her name was, that chick from Haywire, the fighting chick. Oh, uh, Gina Carano. Yeah, I think that's her. Yeah. They're supposed to be doing a spinoff with her. 
I doubt that's going to happen. And here's why she, uh, <laughs> she's not very liberal and they're calling for her to get canceled. So, and you know, really? how Disney feels about canceling people. They do it all the time. Damn. So not to get back into political, but yeah, <laughs> I liked her character. She's, uh, she's dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she's actually you know a what? fighter too. See some damn Boba Fett. That's all I know. It'll happen. But yo, man, I gotta get up off of here. Yeah, I got man. People knocking on the door. I, I don't know if you heard that, but no, I didn't hear it. Um, That's cool, man. Appreciate you rocking me with me. On. Yeah, man, we'll do this again. We'll do it shorter next time. <laughs> yeah, I won't be so long winded next we time. We just no, we were both rambling, man. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool good though. It's fun. Yeah, check out check out that app that I sent you. It's dope. Yeah, got you. It's definitely dope. All right, man. Well, everybody, you have a good night, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Salute. Oh, thank you.